city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo adventure path. Episode 3. So, when last we left our heroes, for now you can be... Yay! Yay! Three into the campaign, you have yeah, put we out fought, a fire and saved people. Fire. That makes you I'm heroes. finally a good character. Um, Yay. We had. No, I'm not. <laughs> we I'm had not. seen you. Oh, I'm <laughs> gonna be. We had seen you fight a fire. Yep. Save the citizens in the streets of Corvosa. Yes. Uh, we had seen Jack interrupt some sort of conversation between Lady Anderson. Rolf Lamb and the Cinderlander. Yes. The Cinderlander more or less blew them off and told me he wanted no part of whatever they were doing. Good on them, because I still hate them. Apparently, it didn't involve killing enough Shantae. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Is that why he blew no, it off? No, he blew it off because he wanted Shantae dead, not trapped in creepy yeah. undead Oh, no, okay. Okay, I don't yeah, know what want still what, Whatever they're up to doesn't serve his ears. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he's still and it was a little bit too weird and creepy for him. Yeah. yeah. It was a sound intuition given it involved Roth Lab. Yeah. So, that was two months ago. Yes. On the 2nd of Calistrial. Uh, it is now Oath Day, a.k.a. Thursday. Okay. Uh, on... The, in the month of Gosrin, two months later. So, for starters, uh, as two months tick by, as the campaign moves on, everybody needs to pay their income costs and things. Yeah. So, so, the way this works is if you look at your income thing, you will have one number over another number. If it is in positives, then this is basically you are working at your job and sustaining your lifestyle. Um, if you are spending more than you earn, then you need to go down in money. If you are earning more than you spend, then you go up in money. Ah, oh, okay, that's easy. You said, yeah, it's given the further, so. Hmm? Sorry. Okay, rainbow dice for the rainbow. For the rainbow character? Yes. I can get my whole entire set out and use my whole set finally this time. So this says that you gain 32 gold a month and you spend 25. Yep. So thus you go up 7 for every month. Oh, cool. So I am... You're saving money? Yeah. Yep. Jeez, man, we need to be in a D&D game. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we are. No, no, like in real life we need to be in a D&D game. Uh, oh. Right, so <laughs> you go shut the door behind me? Yep. Smashing that room. Yep. You won't shut it properly because it hasn't yet. Yeah, savings for the win. I was I was just worried that I had the, the 25 and 32 around the wrong way. Ah, uh, you have done it right? Oh, yes. hello. I was, hello. I was just worried that I had them around the wrong way. Day, I didn't shut the door so properly. If I had oh, them around the right way, that's fine. So, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> um, 
Luke uh, had a good nibble on your dice box that you left here. Luke, ate, you left your dice box on the table. Luke opened it, ate the lid, and threw the dice all over the deck. Wow! So, <laughs> I'm impressed. That's pretty. It's pretty amazing, huh? I, yeah. I think I have recovered most of your dice. Okay. Your dice box has suffered a terminal fate. Thus, they have made you a new one. <laughs> and there is a there is a special surprise on that. Got your character on it. Yes, it does. And, and this time I'll remember to take it. That, that is our home. <laughs> uh, more arms. Yeah, maybe just put some things down. So oh. add more that for remaining to our country. Yes, yeah, so we have two bags of chips. Yeah, so are, you okay. got, are you making money on monthly basis? Yeah. So, so five, it seems. So thirty-two over fifteen means that I I'm still earning money. No, thirty-two over fifteen means you're losing money. It is? You're no. no. Okay, no, okay, hold on, hold on. We no. have to start this again. It doesn't yeah, sound like yeah. anyone's picked this up. Okay, so basically you pay out a monthly income cost that covers all your rent, food, blah, 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 or boiled into one. Uh, your choices are you can be penniless and live in the street and eat garbage for zero gold a month. No one is doing that. You can be destitute for five gold a month. You can be poor for ten gold a month. You can live a common lifestyle for 25 gold a month, which it sounds like a couple of people are doing. Yep, that's you can live right. a moderate one for 50, upscale for 100, and I think that's as high as people okay. have gone. So what we've done is we've all copied Adam and put 50 there, and we should have put 25 of our income. Okay, top. it's your fault, Adam. Well, it was still hey, a nice It's your way. fault for copying my notes. You should do your own work. I so think I'm it's entirely good. dependent on what manner of lifestyle mm-hmm. you're choosing to live. Mm-hmm. As, um, can I get that erased and you've got under your... Um, so yeah. yeah. two months. Oh, thank you. Uh, yes, you're moving for two months of time. So. Okay. Oh, so we do it twice. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, extra savings. So plus fourteen. Okay. All right. So is Adam living a um, an upper so upper class lifestyle? I'm doing a um, moderate lifestyle because I'm a business owner. Okay. So that's why we all mess up. So everyone is choosing to live a common lifestyle except Adam, is that correct? Yeah, I don't get much of a choice. I've only got 32. Well, you could go into the... You could um, spend money on your upkeep each month to live a better lifestyle if you wanted. But um, the thing is, we've all theoretically picked it, so we can change it later. Uh, Yeah. So, whatever you pick as the campaign begins, you are stuck with until this adventure ends. Oh, really? Yes. You cannot <laughs> change it on a whim, basically primarily to stop people going, you know, the GM says, okay, and eight months past that incident. Right, I dropped a destitute for those eight months, and oh. then the second they're finished, I become wealthy again, because Nine actual rolls. people don't work like that. Nine but can you change it through role-playing? Like, if I build up my business more, can I increase my living? You can change it between adventures. Ah, so, what's an adventure? Adventure is part of the campaign. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, I'm happy to have a ca- have a have a, a book worth of me being in the common lifestyle. So yeah, the, the basic theory is as you gain giant pots of DMV adventuring money, you may choose to sell them. You know, you could effectively go mad and live a royal lifestyle and spend ten thousand gold a month. I see that. Sooner or later, you would go mm. bankrupt. If that. I don't think your character would be good with money. Alright, there we are. Okay. And what your income gives you is um, how much you can spend on stuff without having to track your money and what you can retroactively have prepared and how much it's worth. Which is written down in these character sheets. Any, Adam did that. Anyone who hits upper class um, 
at 100 gold a month can return to full hit points whenever they visit their house because they have effectively an infinite number of Cure Light Wounds potions because well. they, can, they can afford anything that's 25 gold or under without having to track it. That's so you go, you go down you go down in an income every month. That I do. Ouch. Yeah, no, I misread that entirely. Yeah, which means you need to supplement it with adventuring, special yeah. jobs, bonus income. Yeah. Are you living above your means? Or, or? Above. The way I'm um, thinking it is, yes, I've rebuilt my business, and it's better than before, but I still talked out a rather large loan from the bank. Yeah, and you're, you're like paying off, um, you're paying, you've sort of paid off most of the loans, and now you're paying off the last of the loans. However, exactly. for the difference, uh, Garrick lives in his own decent home. Uh, he can regularly afford to eat out, seek entertainment, buy fashionable clothes, and is either a sought-after professional or supplements his working income by our other opportunities. Uh, the rest of you commoners. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, every single other person common. Yeah. But you either live in a decent rented home or a poor home that you actually own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can afford to spend several nights a month drinking and entertaining yourselves and own maybe two sets of decent clothes. Yeah. That sounds like me. Yep. Uh, Mummy isn't there. Upper, <laughs> upper class, the one up from where Garrick is, is you can live. Garrick. Garrick. Sorry. Garen, but I got the R right. Yeah, but the consonants are important. It's going to get to a meme stage at some point. I'll get you, Beryl! I was actually thinking of the other one from Legacy of Fire. You people are in the inside. Yeah, it's just going to become a meme at some point. If Garen becomes an upper class character, then he lives in a fancy home, a small manor house, or lives in a high quality inn. Uh, he can regularly afford meals and wine and top the line entertainment, often has a servant, etc. Et well, just because. Uh, it's practically impossible to maintain this lifestyle without supplementing your working income somehow. Yeah. Because only nobles can afford to be noble. It's or, okay. Or D&D adventures. I'm probably going to upgrade in the next book, but in this book, my character is, is just, uh, is only recently yeah. left home. So yes. So he's, he's kicking the streets. <laughs> he's living yeah. it hard. He's probably pretty grateful he's worked out the eating room, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he's, he's probably thinking that he's, he's, he's um, poor and begging and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. probably what he's considering himself like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not realizing there are people out there that are actually at penniless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, he thinks he's in the shittiest position in the world. It's like, no, Mordell, mm-hmm. it's fine. You have a roof over your head. You really are a teenager going out on their own for their first time, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. The, the lower end ones, incidentally, are at poor, you live in a cheap rented apartment or a flat with thin walls, but you have some occasional privacy. Sometimes you can afford to have a drink. Uh, at destitute, you live in an overcrowded slum house on the floor where you work or occasionally on the street. Yeah, you've lived there. Mm-hmm. Um, and a penniless character lives in a pile of garbage and eats garbage and makes a fort- needs to make a fortitude save and a survival check every month to live. Yeah. <laughs> Failing either check kills you again. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what being poor in Corvosa looks like. Sounds like poor in real life. And yes, you guys are all rich because you're single and don't have children. <laughs> well, right now. That you know of. Silver's <laughs> <laughs> so left his um, left his presence all over town. Oh, thanks. 
little multi multi colored haired children. Half gnomes. Hey, they break the mold with me. <laughs> Wait, you're a half elf. This is a other half dwarf. Yes, as a half elf, as a half elf of Corvosa, he's considered to be you know a, a good catch. Oh, really? I thought they were considered rare and. Yeah, you're exotic. Yeah. Exotic. Uh, elves are elves are very exotic, yeah. and thus are often um, the sort of things that noblemen and women have flings with. Yeah, and thus half elves are seen as. Um, I thought half elves were seen as kind of. Uh, half elves are usually looked at as unfortunate or untrustworthy bastards in this Christ. Since obviously Chilaxians would not have affairs outside of marriage, half elves are usually considered to, be, to have Varesian blood in them as well. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm well, a Varesian half elf. Because they have to be half, you know, you know mm. that they're a bastard because they're half elven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's why I'm disguising myself as a, as a Varesian half elf so that, Varesian half elf so I can blend in a little bit more. Because mm-hmm. okay. nobody would suspect. Mm-hmm. And so, when we had last left you, we had cut from the fire to those two months. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then you had all received, under nor- the normal circumstances of your day-to-day jobs, uh, a harrow card with a note written upon the back of, I know what Gadrin has done to you. He has wronged me as well. I know where he dwells, but I cannot strike at him. Come to my home at Three Lancet Street at sunset. Others like you will be there. Gadrin must face justice. Gadrin must face his fate, and justice must be done. And I believe that's literally where we mm-hmm. left out last mm-hmm. week, is everyone got a mysterious note. Ooh. Mysterious note, I want to find out more about you. Mm-hmm. That's Ooh. very 90 for... Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just went that you just let our ring apart. Yeah. And thus, this has all happened at some point-ish in the morning, so you have several hours before sunset to do whatever you please, um... You can fairly trivially um, either would already know where Three Lancet Street is or be able to find it. It's not meant to be. My character has no idea. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you can find out. I can find out, but my character will have no idea. Um, I will go see Florence and tell her about what I uh, the, no, the, the weird Harrogard that I got and discover that she has received one yeah. too. <laughs> at which point, I think we will go in together. Yeah. And I can actually show you the map and point you vaguely to where it is. Uh, Lancet Street is up a little back off the docks, somewhere around here, around the west docks. Damn it, it's on the other side of the city to me. Uh, where are you? I'm pretty sure I'm around Old Convulsa. Oh, I'm on the south side. I'm near the heights of Free Corps. Nobody's living in Old Corvosa. I said near. You are around here. It's not that far away. Mm. Remember, you saying it was part of the so old. It's because he's got the old legs. Anyway, and that surely doesn't yeah, need to be looked at right now. <laughs> but in, in any event, the thing is, the entire city is crossable within a day if you're willing to work really hard at it. Uh, yeah. I'm probably going to use my, my my pretty eyelashes to help me find my way across the city because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm a dumb kid who you has are, no idea where he is. You arrive late, dragged into an alley and seduced by civil <laughs> Lipstick all over your collar. I'll be fashionably late. Oh, no God. How. Don't <laughs> want that. All I want is a thick black snake. <laughs> Not this character. 
I want your rainbows, so. <laughs> oh, it gets better. Uh, yeah, my character's going to turn up fashionably late. Probably with lipstick marks on them, because he has to get his way around, doesn't he? So, basically, if anyone wants to do anything in that intervening several hours, sing out. No, all good. I'll be literally singing. Uh, so, if not, unsurprisingly, Flora and Jack, you find you have pretty much exactly the same note. It's obviously in the same hand, uh, and different harrow cards. And then, around sunset, at 3 Lancet Street... Uh, we will also, when we get close, re- recognise 3 Lancet Street as the home of the soothsayer who saved us previously which will bolster Jack's bolster Jack's willingness to actually go in as opposed to hang around outside scoping it out to see who else shows up. Alright, so Jack, you and Flora arrive um, and you will see Three Lancet Street. Uh, it doesn't... You probably don't remember it massively well given it was a building you were in for 20 minutes you know, yeah. two years ago. Um... But it looks much the same. It is a, you know, small but cosy looking, you know, business that you would quite certainly assume as a home as well, based on its size and where it is and that kind of thing. Um, the On the outside, the curtains are all closed. Um, the door is shut and painted on the window. There is basically a simple painting of a handful of, a hand of power cards fanned out. Should we, um, what do you think? Should we get in? You knock on the door a couple of times. As you bang on it slightly, the impact pulls it jar slightly, and it just swings open. It's not locked in any way. Seems like an invitation. Hope so. Jack will sort of slide the door open gently and glance around the shop, looking for trouble or a proprietor or anything of that nature. A horrible windy storm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this is a small but cosy looking place. Um, you can smell sort of strong spices in the air and there's a haze of smoke in there. Several incense sticks along the walls. Um, smoldering and wall-mounted burners that look like they are butterflies, which you would obviously yeah. recognise the sort of symbolism of. Um the room has kind of a dreamlike feel and in the middle there is a table with a big thick black tablecloth over the top of it uh, this actually looks vaguely like what you would remember um, and there are a bunch of bright coloured rugs all over the floor um, and sitting on the table there is a simple note of paper go up to the note of paper and read it it says thank you for coming thank you for coming I had to step out briefly but I'll return shortly. Please have a seat. Well, have a seat while you wait. Others will be coming. Okay. Um, so at that point, Laura will pick up the muffins or whatever she baked. <laughs> oh, okay. and there, there is actual <laughs> props. Oh, wow. <laughs> so Flora brings and Flora brings friends. Yeah, and uh, she will. Go sit down. I love all And the home <laughs> fills with the smell of fresh baking. And she'll go sit down and start and she will she'll look around and see if she recognises anything. 
Jack will back up a bit and then actually um, skulk out and go glance up and down the street to see if the old lady is about. Uh, You will see a woman coming down the street who doesn't... um, Well, actually... I was going to say, he doesn't look like she belongs in this neighborhood, but of course, now that you're living a commoner's lifestyle, you do, in fact. Yeah, I'm wearing a... Um, is it me? Yeah, it's me. Yes, it is. Um, I'm wearing a black clock, foot tone to cover my face, but it's obviously a woman, because she's not very tall. Narrow shoulders. So, she sort of looks up at the street name, Lancet Street, and then starts walking down. Jack will um, skate back inside. There's another lady coming. Those look pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> the top ones are chocolate and marshmallow, and the bottom ones are just chocolate. Sugar. You can have some. Yes, yes, I can take it. I also knock on the door, but notice that it's slightly ajar. And I'll just go, hello. Yep. Come in. And you see these two people in there. Uh, you actually vaguely know who they are in passing as soon as you see them. It's, I, it's the I kind remember. of yeah. click, click, click. It's uh, it's what's her face. You've, you've definitely seen the gnome girl before. Yeah. She comes in and, and fences to Uncle Z on occasion. And that's uh, it's, it's, it's Jack, you think. I, and, yeah. and that's the girl who was at the fire. At the fire, yes. And I've got a few pretty good guys. Mm. Yeah. Is this your shop? No, um, I'm assuming you've got one of these two, and I'll hold out my yeah, I hold my card. My one. Uh, there's a note here. The the owner of the shop has just stepped out. She'll be back soon. She told us to take a seat. Okay. I, I made some muffins. If you wouldn't, if, if you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it walks a dwarf just in yeah. time to hear the last two or three minutes. <laughs> I've made some muffins if you would like, but oh, feel free to sit down. Thank you. I sit down. <laughs> I glance curiously at the dwarf, still chewing on a muffin. <laughs> <laughs> they are really good. <laughs> Thank you. This was my first attempt at making mm-hmm. sweet muffins. Do I recognise Lysandra? Yes. Lysandra. Lucy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're going to say yeah, full name. Sure, yeah. Because he's a, he's a customer of the oh, store. Or rather, um, the store is a customer of his. Yeah. Mm. I'm one of her suppliers. Mm. In the legal sense, for some reason. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, um, yep, I walk in, taking the scene. My hammer is drawn because, you know. Yep. It does. <laughs> there is a certain atmosphere that says possible trap about the place. Jack will look curiously. If, it's a tra- if it is a trap, it, nobody seems to be here to spring it yet. Die, you fools! <laughs> uh, well, then some introductions. I know Lysendriel. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's your name. Sorry, I forgot. I always deal with Z. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your two names? <coughs> Jack. Hey. Garrett Silversmith. then you sort of pause awkwardly, sit around, the sun dips down, sunset comes, you're just starting to tap your feet, you know, ten minutes or so go past, there's, yeah, yeah, there's, another moment. Yeah. <laughs> there's some talk of, you know, so how about insert local sports team here? <laughs> <laughs> and Laura then, looks confused at the insert local sports team. <laughs> finally in comes, um, what do you support? Oh, the... do I turn up before the house? 
Hey, 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 he's just gonna, he's just gonna look to the side and go, I, 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 I,
taking everyone in and listening to this conversation. She's quiet, really, really quiet. Silver's cleaning his face. He just realised yeah. he's covered in lipstick marks and thinks that's why she just brushed him yeah, off. Yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> right. He'll right. feel a lot more comfortable Jack, after the lipstick oh, marks. Upon recognising her, Jack will swing around openly as opposed to doing it subtly. Hey, it's so good to see you. You're really good at being quiet. That's an important thing to be. Did you get out? Of, did you? Did you get out okay? Um, giggles or land didn't try anything after we were gone. And of course, everyone else hears that conversation and turns to the door and sees this woman coming in, and she smiles at you, stares at you for a moment, trying to sort of place you because it was probably a bigger event for you than yeah. it necessarily was for mm-hmm. her. Stares at you for a moment, trying to place you. Oh, the gnome girl, and the and the. No girl, and the young Varesian. Of course. You saved our lives, I think. Thank you. You're no, the half orc. The half orc left without incident. Oh, that's so good. It seemed. I, and I doubt he wanted to explain himself to Jadron. Yeah, probably not. You sent us the. the. card? Yes, I did. Please. Uh, and if people are sitting in the three seats, she will walk up to one of them. Um, probably the one with Garen sitting in it. And mm-hmm. say, may, may I? Of course. Change your seats out. <laughs> um, Jack will sit on a cupboard or something. <laughs> um, now that he's got the lipstick marks off his face, he's gonna he's gonna walk up and he's gonna lean against one of the chairs, like sit his, his butt against yeah. one of the chairs, and and, and kind of like. Out? Get all casual because now he's confident again. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> sitting on one of the chairs. Does he do the rolly douchebag thing about flipping the chair around and sitting down? With no, it? he doesn't have a full chair. He only yeah. has a corner of a chair. Nah. So he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna pick a, he's gonna mm-hmm. and chocolate mix. They're all chocolate, aren't they? Yeah, some of them are chocolate and marshmallow. Ah, yeah. I want chocolate, chocolate. She will basically, um, quite casually sort of floats out of a sleeve or pocket of somewhere. Again, reasonably quickly and reasonably quickly and skillfully. A deck of harrow cards sort of appears in her hands and she begins shuffling and fanning them with a great deal more grace than the GM. Um, <laughs> it would be very clear to both Flora and Jack from their respective be- backgrounds that she has a very good idea of what she's doing here. The cards basically seem to dance between her hands very quickly. She's both A, an accomplished arrow reader, and B, actually fast with her hands, and stealthy as well, from what you saw earlier. What's your name? I'm sorry, I didn't get it last time. Ah, of course. You've all introduced yourselves. I am Zolara Zidane. I was not sure if you would answer my call. Thank you for coming, and for putting up with my unconventional method of contacting you. It's certainly an interesting business card. <laughs> and and you are a chill basically go around ding 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 ding. ding. For for at this po- for her I give my full name, so Jacqueline Lewis, not just Jack. I'll introduce myself as Silver Rose, not Medell. Yep. She doesn't blink at in any way. Yeah. 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 She says I I have reason. To remain, you'll, you'll forgive me for contacting you so unconventionally. I have reason to remain hidden. You see, there is a man out there who would do me terrible harm if he still could, and if he knew I was reaching out for help. A man each of you know well, I think, for he has done something terrible to each of you. 
I speak, of course, of Gertrude and Lamb. Look, uh, Jack spits in the corner. I'm so glad I'm not in the corner anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you were in the corner, I would spin a different corner. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> his cruelty and his capacity to destroy the lives of those he touches are matched only by his gift of avoiding reprisal for it. And she sighs and pauses briefly and, and pauses just to wipe a slight tear on the side of her eye. Several months ago, his thieves stole this from me. My harrow deck. Some of you, I think, are familiar with the cards. Some of you less so, but it is important to me, this deck. It is an heirloom that has passed down through generations of my family, uh, which you will know literally based on the superstitions, which you would believe, Flora, give yeah. the harrow deck more power. Uh, old harrow decks are considered to be better than new ones just across the board it was my only means of support and my son Aaron you met him in a passing moment oh yeah he tracked the thieves down they were in Lamb's employ and he murdered my son oh I'm sorry have sought help from the guard <laughs> but either through incompetence or corruption they are unable to track Catherine down, Catherine down so I asked around I paid bribes I consulted my deck for advice the cards speak to me in a way that they do not speak to many there are many unquiet spirits in the city who want to see vengeance done on Gatron. Recently, my efforts were rewarded. The cards have shown me I know where he dwells. He is in an old fishery a few days outside of town at Wayfarer's Point. One of his collections of lambs is there. Children to be corrupted, trained and used until he is done with them. I need help. I have no warrior. I have no chance of facing Gadron on my own. And if I were to approach the guard, he may know in advance. Either because they would move so slowly on the information of a simple peasant woman or because those in power, those those in his pockets, might not wish to see him captured. Gatron has evaded the law for decades, and she sort of stops herself, takes a deep breath. But you know these frustrations as well, don't you? You have run afoul of him and his family in some way. The cards have called to me; they have pointed me towards you. Gadrin has wronged each and every one of you in some way. And so here we all come today. It is time for him to pay. If only for the children, you have my aid. Thank you, Sir Dwarf. He flinches at the Sir Dwarf. Yeah, <laughs> she, she, of course, doesn't pick up the reference. She's clearly... 
got she's clearly got some manner of supernatural information on you, but it obviously doesn't extend to she knows exactly who you are, what's happened to you, etc., etc. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> You're right to not involve the cards. Anyhow, they're all bought by. Um, they're all bought and corrupt. They all do not help. Not all, but quite a few. I owe you, lady, and I want to help, but I've spent... Florence and me have spent two years running from Gadrin. It's... But we could fight him on our own terms. He wouldn't know we were coming. I'm scared, too. But if he doesn't know we're coming, we have a better chance. If you're going, I'll go. And he killed the, he killed someone who helped us. So Lara winces slightly. I'll go over and put an arm around her. And yep. I'm sorry. She will accept that comfort. I'm in many help. I've been looking for that pastor for years. I accept that if you do not believe this is a thin reed to hang your hopes upon, but... It's better than anything I had before. I agree. So this is a... Um, so you're wanting us to take Gadrin down and rescue your cards? No, she, she, she has her cards in oh, her she hand. has her cards. Uh, she says Gadrin stole them a year ago. Um, her son tracked down the thieves and then was murdered. Okay, but she, he she was able to return them. She didn't specifically say she got them back, but she has a deck of cards in her hand. Which, okay. in fact, she, she said Gadrin stole this deck of Harrow cards. Yeah. Oh, okay. She so she was motioning that was... Cards. Okay, so she has got her, her deck of cards back. Um, Pre- presumably on the basis that you can see them literally in her hands. Yeah. It's a um, fairly logical conclusion that at some point, in some fashion, she must have reobtained them. Okay. Um, I think during this conversation, um, Silver's gone from his cocky as shit pose to a, a, a thoughtful, pondering thinking, because he's, he's sitting there to himself. He's, he, the part of him's kind of like, well, Gadron's nothing. And it's like, no, wait. I'm no longer with mum. Mum is the reason that's, why that's your, nothing. That's your mother's voice. Yeah. Just <laughs> like sure. he's sitting there going, Gadrin's nothing. No, Gadrin's not nothing. He's one of the big powers of the underworld here. Yeah. In fact, actually, pass me your rose. My rose. Plastic rose for a prop. Um, you were sitting there sort of toying with this idly in your fingers, just mm. as something to fidget with, and you were thinking, well... You know, that's 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 sad and all, you know, and and you would have enough understanding of what the little lambs are, because it's common mm. enough for anyone who knows anything. Yeah, he's probably it's, had encounters it's, it's, with you the know, lambs well, before. Well, that's, that's sad, but, you know, is it really my problem? My problem is more with, with Roth, you know. On the other hand, you know, prick out. There's a slight prick of your thumb, and that snaps you out of that line of thought. And yeah. You've just pricked your thumb very slightly on the yeah. little thorn on the road, and you think, hold on. That's my mother's voice talking. <laughs> That's what Mordell would do. Yes. And now I come first with a rose. Okay. Um, um, I just just not being paladin. Your divine intervention is a lot more subtle. Can I just check if she's telling the truth? Yeah, by all means, you're welcome to roll a sense motive against her. Uh, 
Oh, oh shit! Nineteen. Add nothing to it. Oh, there's wisdom. Yeah. Oh, there's so, wisdom. I thought it might be encouraging. Uh, I have, I have used everyone else at the table to be familiar with the system, not necessarily you. You know. Um, yeah. The way I do sense motive in D and D is basically, um, rather than tell you, um, you sense, you sense motive on you, and I go, you see nothing wrong with what they're saying, and you trust them absolutely. I will leave it to you as a player okay. to determine what response your character takes. But basically, what I'll give you is you roll the sense motive check, and you'll get one of two things from me. I'll sit here and roll the dice, whether the person is opposing you or not. Yeah, either okay. to actually do something or just to deck with you. Uh, generally speaking, they'll be using one of two skills to oppose. Either bluff if they're lying, or diplomacy if they're not. Yeah. If their result's better than yours, then I will say to you, you receive no further information from the GM. So she says, help me, help me, my son has been murdered. You yeah. say, is this true? And I say, you receive no information from the GM. Lucy can say, yes, she's telling the truth, or no, bitch is lying, it's a death trap, yeah. whatever you please. Yeah. If you succeed in the sense motive role, then I'll give you more information. And I say, you know, actually, it seems that she's very sincere. She's definitely not lying about her son being right. killed. And you can, but you can, you choose how you react to it, basically. Okay. I just give you the information. Okay. So, sense motive of 19? Yeah. Okay, so you do actually receive extra information oh, from the GM, um, and depending on how far above her you have succeeded, you get more information. Yeah. Uh, what you will get here is um, she is obviously very sincere in that um, you are absolutely certain that her son is dead, murdered by Gadrin. The grief on her face is pretty unmistakable. Right. It's something that she's come to terms with but as with your father, you know, yeah. you, you never quite get past it. You, right. you only learn to live with it. Yeah. Um, she has a lot. She has a lot of anger animating her. If she was capable of going and knifing him herself, you think she'd already be up there doing it? Yeah. Um, get her on this too. Right. She is being. She, she is, however, not telling you everything. She has been intentionally vague about certain points, like how she obtained this information. Right. Okay. And that is what you received from the Synth Motive Check. Correct. Okay, so what Silver's going to do is Silver is overdramatic, because that's how he does it. Um, he's he's, he's going to slam both of his hands and the rose onto the table as, and... Um, um, and basically go um, and this this cannot happen. You're you're in pain. Everyone that comes near him is in pain. This this must stop. We can't allow this continue. You have my you have my spear. <laughs> and you sort of tip it down <laughs> the middle of the table. The yeah, I'll, I'll lay it I'll lay it carefully yep. down on the on the table. Whatever it takes, whatever resources I have, everything. We will take this guy down. Silver's such a bard. <laughs> <laughs> Drama. <laughs> yeah, so he's he's come he's come to terms with it. He's gonna uh, he's gonna sort this shit out. It's gonna be him that does it. People get a can I just borrow your character sheet for a second? I forget what I've changed the skill, so <laughs> uh, this is a knowledge civilization check. And a difficulty of ten will tell you what wafer's point is, a difficulty of fifteen will tell you more. Twenty two. No clue. Uh, no. And Everyone may roll this, whether you're trained in civilization or not, because we changed that knowledge thing over. So now it's if you're not trained in them, you're at a minus five penalty to them, but you can still roll them. I have yeah. eleven, so I don't get anything. Let's see what. 
Do you, do you still need int but but minus five? <laughs> yeah, so you may or may not want to put that on your character sheet so your knowledges right. have skills of intelligence minus five right. yeah. plus or, or, and as soon as you have a rank in it you are trained in it no longer take so that minus five 12 okay so 22 <laughs> yeah are you trained yes one right. rank okay. I, I have four ranks so, so I roll a six so silver and lucy you both know what way what, both what and where wafer's point is um, it is a little calling it a village borders on being too strong. It is an incredibly small village that is about a couple of days outside of Corbosa, depending on how you get there. Um, that was set up several years back by people um, try, by, by people essentially trying to get their cut of the first merchants coming into Corvosa and endeavouring to attract the merchants to go there instead of paying Corvosan taxes and that sort of thing. <laughs> they were basically trying to set up a little town to undercut the various <laughs> merchants of Corvosa. Nice. Uh, they, they just got economically buried and the town yeah, went, yeah. went under. It's, yeah. now a, it's now effectively a ghost town. Yeah. Um, Garen, you know more about Wayfair's Point. Um, you know all of that, and the more up to date, you know, uh, several years ago it was a little village, I don't think it exists anymore, and then on top of that, you also know it basically had a couple of port based industries in it, um, you know, fisheries and that sort of thing. But when people packed up and left it, they mostly took the, you know, literally stripped the buildings down to its timbers and took them with it to try and salvage some of their loss. At this point, the entire town is about six warehouses with no one living in it. So if Gadrin is there, he's not there with a huge army of support and troops because that kind of activity would have been noticed. It is it is a little bit off the beaten track because the boats don't go there because they don't need to. But you're pretty confident if he is holed up there, he's holed up there with several guys as opposed to his gang of 600 not that he necessarily had a gang of 600 to start with, mm. but this place physically couldn't fit them without drawing eyes. So, blah. Mm. <laughs> In Scottish. <laughs> Scottish. <laughs> ah, you know the place then. Good. That will make this easier. If you're prepared to do this, I cannot aid you, I cannot aid you by spear or hammer, but I can aid you in the way I can. I will read the cards for you. Uh-huh. Learn who it is that you are, who it is that you will be, what I see in your future. This will aid you, I think. Whether you believe or no, in time you will. Sounds good. Mum never believed in this shit. <laughs> uh, I think... Going to need to move your character sheet off the table. Not yeah. massively, so that's only to give me a vague idea yeah. of where to lay the cards out. Oh, okay. so yeah. I don't need to. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. You can put your character sheet back on the table. That's probably just as easy to. Okay. I'll take plates. You're not going to mention the cards. I'm just like um, raising my eyebrow slightly. <laughs> just like yeah, indulge the moon. I don't need to Yeah, see, so you've got the same mentality as my mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's Chillaxian Noble as well. Tell oh, me. I'm Chillaxian Noble. What do, you know, what do you know of a heroine? And, in fact, 
Yeah. Flora can literally info dump this yeah, to yeah, the table. Yeah, I can. I'll just do yeah. I'll so info Flora yeah. info dumps to the table that harrowing is a Varegian method of fortune telling where the past, present, and future are laid bare. Uh, using the harrow deck, a reader basically draws on the knowledge of spirits past um, and what is going to happen in the mortal world. So she will be able to tell something of your past, something of your present, and something of your future. Um, and the way this literally lays out is... Um, I need one more line on this. Based on the axes of the cards, the alignments that come up, what position the cards fall in, and that sort of thing, she can determine elements of your future, uh, which will, of course, turn into a metagame mechanic. Um, that I will, I think, explain that first, because that will make the Harrow readings make more sense. So she is going to do a Harrow reading for every individual PC in the party, separately for all of you rather than one party-wide one. Uh, the results of that... Um, will give you something called harrow points, Yay. Um, which are separate and independent from your harrow from your harrow cards, as I am going to be referring to them as. Um, and the way this works is, you have what she will do first, as she says. First, we will choose the card. First, we will choose which card calls to you in this particular situation. Um, we'll do Maroon first and her character believes. she will um, actually pass the deck round and collect back in the cards she's got mm-hmm. <coughs> shuffles them up um, goes through, picks out uh, picks out a bunch of cards seemingly blindly at random and then passes them out to you and of course you all pick the one you had before um, she says this is, your cho- this is your chosen card what will guide you and speak to you in the days to come. Uh, so, effectively, um, you get you get hero points automatically for having chosen a card. Um, and then each adventure has a suite of the adventure, a suite of the adventure, a suite of the adventure, rather. Um, in this particular case, it is dexterity. Uh, the challenges facing you in Edge of Anarchy are about being quick on your feet and dexterous of hand. Uh, as a consequence, if you get dexterity cards, which is the suit of keys, uh, I'll see if I can find you one, like so, mm-hmm. uh, that is extra good for you. You want as many of those in your reading as you can. Um, and you can spend them for a bunch of specialist abilities that I can go into now or go into after the read, as you prefer. After the read. After yeah. the read. Yeah. Okay. So she will take the cards shuffle them up, and is there anyone in particular that wants to go first? I think Marion should, because she's the, the one, her character's the one that knows the most, so she could kind of, like, ease okay. us into it. I'm going to suggest someone who wasn't quite as familiar with it go first. Oh, Garen will go step up then. Yep. Yeah, he's there. He's going to protect all of his children. <laughs> <laughs> He looks and like course, a 20 year old though. As you will observe, the GM literally shuffling the cards. The reading you are get, getting is blind. The GM doesn't know what cards are coming any more than you do. It's yeah, just up so to me to do your phony tarot reading and then interpret it. So, 
as this is the first one we're doing, I've done a couple of practices with Helen, but we'll um, we'll see how well it all works out. Nice. So, Gavin. Arr. Arr. I see a lot of arr in your background. I see you be a pirate. God, dwarfs on a boat. That sounds like a Maybe good sailors. They're, um, they've, they've got bonus stability. They can't fall over. Yeah, but I'm not sure what this swim would be like. They're made out of 90% muscle. <laughs> Can sink them up on the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> give them a snorkel, will be fine. <laughs> yeah, but the stability bonus only works when they're on ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you get to the really? bottom of the ocean, yeah. you'll be fine. <laughs> if you're work- walking on the seabed, <laughs> just need to give them a, a breathing let us, apparatus. Let us see what the spread shows you. First, I will look to the leftmost column. What lies in your past? She lays out these cards. This is next. We look for matches. Where the alignment stands in unison with the card, or where it stands against it. And if you actually look on these physical cards, you can see this is what the suit is down here. Mm -hmm. And this point matching up to the card shows you where it should be. See, true matches. So true matches are when the card is in the, extre- the same alignment, and then they're particularly important. Opposite matches are where they're in exactly the wrong place, so chaotic, good, and lawful evil. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have special cards that are like the cards of your draw, or cards of dexterity, or that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, of the most, yeah. So you then have the um, misaligned, the most misaligned card that are there. It's not an opposite match; it's merely misaligned. Is a good card in an evil spot. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the midwife is a good one. In an evil spot and misaligned, they mean different things. So This is intriguing. Yeah. Yeah, you'll, you'll learn more than you ever wanted to know about this as the campaign oh, cool. goes on that way. Um, yeah, your character's probably your character in game is probably bored with it, but even but in game, like as a as a person playing it is colour interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so playing is very interesting. <laughs> This is probably happening a lot faster in the game as well. Yes, yes, because she is, of course, an expert reader, whereas the GM... The GM will be really good at it by, like, book three or four. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, you'll just have to watch me be pretty. Uh, I love tower cards. So she lays the cards out, holds her hand over the, over the table. So. <gasps> anyway hand is drawn down towards the midwife sitting in the lawful evil slot. Here I see parts of your past. The midwife is a conduit of creation, a card of new comings. But here she sits misaligned. I see that new comings have brought you pain in the past. You have known someone. A boy, really. He brought you joy and made you smile. But his coming has also brought you a great deal of pain directly. Alas, what I see of him lies in the the past. 
perhaps it will be of more value to you to see what comes now and in the future. She will lay out the present column. Uh, what is your card is the only thing you chose for this? Uh, the crows. The crows. That's a hell of a lot of it's a Again, as we will see there, you have no um nothing matching. Nothing matching, no opposite matches. Uh You've got a, a neutral card in the neutral column, right? Yeah, these two are half aligned. Those two. Oh, well, that one's that one's also. Oh, that's all patches. Good. Good choice. (coughs) Sorry, I'm finding this difficult. Mm -hmm. No, that's fine. truth calls to me. It is the ability to see past the obvious, to see what lies in within those who are around you. You have such power in you, Smith. I see it. To discern where hearts lie, where shadows lurk, There are those who will attempt to deceive you, coming upon you. Shadows. Look past them. See the truth in strange situations. (laughs) As best you can. Wow. Let's see what your future brings. I'll tell you, it's not bringing you a lot of dexterity cards. It's not, but that's nice. But that's the owl. That one's a bit disorganized. Yeah, the joke <coughs> is in um, the correct alignment. Must be freaking hilarious. As long as it's not about check nature, I'll be happy. So the joke is the book, which is intelligence. <gasps> Something terrible lurks in the days to come. I fear this may challenge you more than any foe you have fought. For the joke represents a danger that must be overcome, but not by physical means. You cannot defeat (coughs) the sort of foes you will face with hammer or shield or bow alone. You must use your wits and your words. Trickery, artifice, and cunning. See what comes. Those who will oppose you in the days to come are far too many for you to fight, even for you, Smith. I see a mob of people moving, screaming. You could face one, two, three, four of them, but there will be hundreds, perhaps even thousands. This is the future I see before you. Terra, you must fight with allies, words, and cunning. 
not by the hammer alone. That is all the spirits show me of your future. So, uh, you have one hero point for choosing a card. You have no hero points for the no dexterity cards in your reading. Uh, you have neither the hero of feet nor the believer in the cards trait, so you gain one hero point. Wow. This, yep. is, this is so like playing Mahjong. <laughs> <laughs> this is stacked for me. People can gather the cards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like... Yeah, well, you've literally taken all the treat feats and the traits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're what saying, you... hello? Yeah. yeah. What if you had double digits? So is number and the top for the there's yeah. two slots for number of cards in hand and current hero points. Yeah. yeah. Um, they are two separate things. Right. So um Your cards are your hero points. Yeah. That you sure get that. between levels. Yeah. Your hero yeah. points are what you yeah. get for the adventure. Right. Does that make sense? Um no, I'm sorry, I didn't get yeah. it. So your chosen hero card is whatever Yeah, no, I got that part. Yeah. Um, assuming that you have taken no feats to give you extra hero cards, yeah. then the number of cards you have in your hand is three. Right. At present, you haven't been dealt any because you're currently, A, I'm using them for the hero deck, yeah. and B, you're currently going through the process. With them. Yeah. Um, then at the end of this reading, you are also going to get hero points, yeah. which are the things you get off your reading, of which Garen has just received one. Okay, all right. Does that make more sense? Um, I, I, yeah, that It'll is, make more sense later on. That's right. It makes enough yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go next, Helen? Or yeah. maybe let someone else go next and Helen can watch and play. Yeah, I just don't get yeah, no, this right. I just don't understand. The, I understand the current Harrow points. I just don't understand the number of cards in hand. Uh, we get the cards later. Yeah. So oh, right. yeah. Uh, three cards. Like in Kingmaker, Kaylin has hero points. Oh, the number of cards in hand are your hero points? Yes. Right. I've chosen to make a deliberate distinction between the phrase cards and points instead yeah. of hero points and hero points. No, that makes sense. Because I think that would confuse people more. Yeah. Yep. No, that's all right. Oh, I found my Susan. So what? it's it's a it's a system you're intimately familiar with, having played through multiple it's campaigns. Yeah, yeah. Pointed thing. Uh, the harrow points and other like ones that. that you haven't done before. Yep. Okay. Cool. Okay, yeah. I understand now. Thank you. And I'm happy to be next. If, um, yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll just go around. Yeah. Jack, yeah. come forward. Take the seat. Like, you all get up and shuffle seats yeah, around. Yeah, the yeah. She sits on one, Jack sits on the other, and someone sits on the side. I do. She says, oh. let us see what the cards will reveal of your past. Jack. <laughs> right, and get this, as I figured I would. So there you have a couple of partial matches. Um, in fact, one good, one neutral. Yeah. So the joke or the twin. And if you disagree with um, what I'm reading on them, feel free to sing out. You alright, Tina? Yeah. She's just listening. Yeah. So it all in. The twin. This is the card that calls to me. It signals duality of purpose, identities, caught in indecision, wavering between different options. Streets of Corvosa have been your entire life. I hear
hear a phrase said in a cruel tongue. You're born a street rat. You will die a street rat. And only your fleas will mourn you. But you don't think this is true. You see another purpose. Your path splits. You have diverged from your road in that moment of indecision. <coughs> some part of you will always be the street rat. But some part of you is destined for something higher, a role you've chosen. Let us see what lies in your present. Who would appear here a diamond in the rough? I just couldn't go past that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't <laughs> want to interrupt, but bravo! Only your friends yeah. will warn you. Oh, is that an exact match at the bottom? As it the is. betrayal. It is indeed the betrayal. Wow. That's kind of scary. That's, that's yeah. a great That's art. now. <laughs> you know, always you're surrounded by strangers. We're not strangers. No. What does she really know about you? I, I do also have my rapier. So if you try and start something. I see your enemy here in this card, the betrayal. It is selfishness incarnate. It is an envy that twists the spirit and leads to devastation. This does not come from you. Remember the cards speak of events that will move around you and that you will move through. Do not take it as a mark on your character. It is... I see someone else. Someone who envies you. Someone who believes deep within their heart that you are better than them. They cannot bear it. This tears them apart. You and others, the notion that anyone could be something more than them tears their heart. They make foolish decisions, dangerous decisions for you and all of Corvosa. Beware of the betrayal in your present. Beware of the envy around you. It will inspire them to try and kill you. I'm sure you can guess who that's yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. I realised who it was and I was looking I started looking even more concerned. <laughs> Ooh, dexterity. No, nope. no, it's a hammer. Oh, no. I thought it was a king. No, no dexterity cards. Nope, sure. Joy the no dex club. That's surprising. I actually have a higher dex than you. Yep. Mm -hmm. I ran out of points. Mm -hmm. Ah, fair enough. Mm -hmm. uh, you have a... Is that a complete misalignment? No, that's chaotic evil. Um, so you already have partials again. This, this is what calls to me in your future. The big sky. It, you'll see on the card an epic moment where slaves of a nation are freed. Momentous and powerful change as old shackles are cast off in the light of day. But here it stands misaligned, a good card in the row of evil. 
whose cast-off shekels may be replaced with even worse ones. I see momentous change coming. I see you standing near the forefront of this. Corvosa is shifting even now as I look to see it. Shifting from your actions and those far, far from you. Corvosa will change radically in the days to come. Whether or not this is a good thing remains unclear. This is all I see. Yeah. You are a believer in the cards, are you not? I uh, no, I don't have that trait. Right. Sorry, I thought you did. No, I thought about taking it, but I decided not to because heaps of people were interested in it, and I'm out of trait. Fair enough. I got extra traits, but that was not one of them. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm the only person who did. Who's next? Looks like I'm on the, the next stage of the circle. Silver Rose. Yes. Oh, jeez, nerve wracking. Let's see what she's going to say. Sit, sit. That is very colourful hair. <laughs> <laughs> it is good that we are in the shade, otherwise I may be blinded. <laughs> Let us see what your past shows, Silver Rose. Oh. Yay. Ooh. There's a dex. Oh, shit. That's perfect match in dex. Yeah. What's your card? My card is yeah. the rab- rabbit prince. That's right, someone had the locksmith. I had the yeah. locksmith. <laughs> <laughs> and much anger in you. It couldn't have come up in my spring. No, no. All the other players to shuffle the cards themselves if they think they're being treated on field. No, that's okay. Yeah. This card speaks to me, the locksmith. It is a true match. That makes it a card of great import in your past. It is not a physical lock I see in your past, but something else. The locksmith is about presenting a subject with the keys they need to unlock their destiny. The tools, the moment of insight they will need change the destiny and room ahead the locksmith is unlocking the new, has unlocked a new way for you not what others want you to be but what you will choose the destiny and fate that you will unlock for yourself the locksmith is often confusing it does not always show insight into how or where to use the tools granted I do not understand quite what I see here. All I see is that your destiny changed upon a rose. A simple white rose. She shrugs slightly confused by what she's looking at. <laughs> he, he'll, he'll give her quite a, a slight glance sideways to, <laughs> to Lucy and then glance it's back before she looks. Oh, you've got so you've got so much. Why so does much it look the joke? You've got so many good decks. It's actually, yeah. Uh, from the GM's point of view, it makes a lot of sense in decks. Oh. Okay, so there we have um, no true matches, no opposite matches. Uh, then we are down to decks misaligned. Yes, there are decks. matches, and yet cards of dexterity are given. Two decks cards. You lucky thing. Mm-hmm. 
Somebody had to draw some. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they had to pop up at some point. Yeah. This is your present. It is close to you now. So close. The avalanche is a terrible thing. It is a kind of disaster. It is an unthinking, unreasoning thing that <coughs> runs over all, gets in its way. I see a great crowd before you. They are not fans. They will sweep you away, crush you in a thoughtless haze. Silver's very confused. <laughs> not fans. Not fans. But I have good news for you. The avalanche here sits misaligned in what we see. This means the calamity can be averted. The disaster, the disaster, uh, the disaster dodged. You can still escape the mob that comes, although likely not without consequence. Let us see what the cards say of your future. Oh, another dex card. Oh no, that's the hammer. I keep seeing the the dex card and the hammer. It's the other way up. Yeah. Um, yeah, the lost card, that's yeah. the most misaligned. Oh god, that's depressing. No, this is this is your misaligned. This is your future, the lost. It is a card usually of emptiness, of loss of identity. I sense a loss of identity within you. Something, the cards show me something hidden away, but... It is not. It is not the loss of a madman. It is not the loss of your mind or your purpose. Rather, it is some part of yourself you have chosen to hide. Some part you do not care for. Misaligned, the lost often speaks of clarity of mind. The decisions you have made to lose this part of yourself. These are wise choices. They will steer you to a far brighter future. What I see otherwise in the card of the lost. That is all the cards reveal to me. That, that shuts all the <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Follow the path of the white robes. As you have two dexterity cards yeah. on there, you receive three hero points. Nice. Follow the way of the silver rolls, it will save your soul. <laughs> Oh my Don't god. Don't ever sell your soul away because all that, that you have is your soul. There was a lot of, 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 of me being told, you're going down the right path. <laughs> stay on it for the love of the god. Stay on it. Keep, this a, is, keep, this a, keep really an eye out for your fans. The GM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think Sorry. it's pressure field. You should feel the intense on this side of the table. I'm trying to make it unpressure <laughs> Well, it's, it's, I've got to, like, make it all up and matching yeah. the characters. I'm, I, I think I was wise to choose the cards for you instead of giving you all a random dexterity card and then trying to interpret why it's the most just important thing to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was good. Okay. So. Flora or Lucy? Lucy. Yeah, go for around the table. Yeah, go around. Yeah, like, Zolara seems to have a very clear idea of who's going in what order. She just looks up and says to you, Lucindria, you were next. Okay. Oh, either Lucindry, Lucy or Lucindry or whatever you would have been. Oh, probably just I, I just Lucy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I go by Lucy now. Oh, okay. Is it yeah. just easier for us to say? And also, um, I sort of... Because yeah, my ex always called me Lucindry. Never Lucy. No, that's another ex. Okay, I'm bad at this. Adam the Keep was Talia's cat. Nice. 
the so the keep will probably be the most missed one down the three. Uh, I don't want those. No. Is that too neutral? Yeah, yeah. uh, there are no opposite matches. There are misaligned cards. There are no directly misaligned cards because that would be evil in the good slot or yep. vice versa. Diametrically um, opposed. Yep. Yeah. The sickness. This is the card that most speaks to me here. I see I see a man in your past. He is wasting and dying. But not quick enough. (laughs) (laughs) The sickness usually represents pestilence, plague, famines, diseases, things of a physical nature. I see disease wrapped up in this man so close to you. He coughs. Splutters, unseen, trying to hide it, but he is dying. His heart is weakening. A push, and it would all be over. Sickness also speaks of corruption of the soul. I see a very evil man in your past. A darkness that the sickness has freed you from. Okay. <laughs> it's a little chilling. <laughs> Let us see what cards tell me of your presence. Do not believe me. <laughs> That's an actual dexterity one. That's a yeah. yeah. I got yep. that one as well. But it's not in the right place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think probably either the sky or the avalanche. Yeah. The avalanche comes again. Twice in the present. This does not bode well. The unthinking mob is coming closer and closer. There's an unreasoning thing. Something you cannot control. Something... Something you struggle to control. A power that is beyond your comprehension to face or challenge. Yet every day in your present life you struggle to master control against the unthinking disaster that could flow forth. The avalanche is not misaligned for you. The disastrous power that can flow forth cannot be avoided. It will always be a part of your present. Thank you. No! With the first <laughs> chaotic evil, evil card aligned. And the paladin's totally misaligned. Oh, yeah. Um, oh no, 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 it's, no, not, it's, no, it's not. It's on good axis. It's just a chaos. It was getting close to like it. She deals out the three cards, and the second she does, her hand snaps down <laughs> to the third one. The snake bite. This is a vile card. Are you trying to spike from all the way forward? Yes. <laughs> it is a thing of evil and of poison. Not a, it is not a physical poison that challenges you in the future. 
It is the death of ideas. It is the death of order. I see you standing against anarchy. The poisoned blade of anarchy the city sits upon, the edge of a knife, could slip and cut at a festering cut that it will suffer and die from. Snake bite is a terrible thing. The death of ideas upon it turn friends against each other. They poison the minds of the virtuous of those who should know better. A great disaster is coming in your future. Unavoidably, the edge of anarchy is slipping ever closer. Dun, dun, dun. So, while she's been doing this, I've created oh, the order. Um, so, how many constraints? Ah, yes, sorry. So, so it was just one deck. One deck. There's one dexterity card there, okay. plus you're choosing for two. So, cool. um, as she's been doing this, I've created some water and I've nice. blessed it, and I've gone around sprinkling it. Nice. Saying a quite like a silent prayer <laughs> in my head to this now. She was sort of look out, see what you're doing. It's kind of not approvingly. <laughs> and literally, like just the moment you've finished your circle. You're just out of water, and then it's at that point that she just finishes this one and looks up. Flora, we are ready for you. You come over and sit down to be a white one. Yeah, you've got all evil, <laughs> <laughs> all true matches of evil, <laughs> death I, and destruction. Did I get all good? Kind of I think I got all good, didn't I? Well, you yeah. could have taken notes. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let us see. What the cards show me of your past. Oh, no, it's Hammer. Okay, so. No true matches, no opposite matches, no dexterity cards. know what cards you got dealt, just how many dexterity ones there were. Oh, I'm just I'm just making notes for myself. Mm. Okay. Yeah, if you're if you're interested in endeavouring to follow the prediction to work out what it became, but an easier method might actually be to just listen to the thing after the fact and see um, <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, how well it yeah. matched up or not. Once again, to be evil. The cyclone, like the avalanche, this card speaks of disaster, is a force that tears through whatever it meets, but the cyclone does not come about from natural order. This is no mere wind of the desert. The cyclone comes about from the plots of others. The forces that will overtake this city 
a deliberate, manipulated. Those behind them plot secretly to set in motion war, arson, a change of power. These plots lie in your past. They have been long planned, but their resolution is yet to come. Let's see. Present shows the creepy ass child molesting carnival. <laughs> That's awesome. Never got it in the last thing for coming. So, no missile lines there. No officers mentioned. Yeah, it's all much of much of this lot. What the heck do the decks cards have against everyone? <laughs> you can talk you up to them. That's why I'm saying everyone, I'm not saying myself. <laughs> uh, This, the uprising calls to me. It represents being caught in the clutches of something more powerful than you. These cards all speak to me of riots, of destruction. The uprising is an overwhelming strength that crushes what comes into contact with it. You see the crown upon the peasant's pitchfork. It is coming. The leader of the city will fall. Your future. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Actually, you have. That's a line, the unicorn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, you get a unicorn, right? Uh, the unicorn has appeared. But we yeah. have spoken of darkness. Dark plans unseen in your past, or an uprising in the days approaching. In the future, I see hope. I see there the unicorn. The unicorn is generous. It offers up what is sought and needed. And here it sits in its true alignment. This card represents you, Flora. It speaks of your nature of your generosity when others need you you will always be there a pillar of strength that they will come to rely upon a glue that will bind you and your friends together in days to come make you stronger follow your instincts offer up what you would to whom you will it will end well for you Show me. They show me no dexterity for you again. Yeah, but she's got lots of, yeah. of tarot so and stuff. So you merely gain one hero point for choosing the card, yeah. uh, one for having the hero of feet, and two for being a believer in the card. So she got four. Totally four. Yeah, that's a minimum of four that you get. Yeah. <sighs> wow. Theme runs through this disaster, riots, uprisings. I sense that you will need to be quick upon your feet in days to come. I hope what I have shown you here, if it is unclear at present, will become clearer as events fall upon you. And 
now you get how this works. Yep. Uh, so for starters, uh, at this point, having used the hero cards, everybody actually gets to draw their hero. Having used the done the harrowing, everybody gets to draw their hero cards. So you have three of them apiece. And these last you for each level. Your harrow points last you for each adventure. With those, um, for starters, if anyone has their chosen card, you get to keep it. You don't need to spend it before the end of the session. You keep it between sessions until you spend it. And you draw a new hand of cards every session, so that should improve the odds of people actually getting theirs as it goes on. Uh, the card of your attribute is, of course, dexterity for this adventure. It will change every adventure, and that gives you extra bonuses. Um, I can describe to people what these other points do in the end, or just um, leave it if people. If it's still the same thing that it's we still had. The same thing. Th- no, I don't think we need that part explained again. Um, the only things that have been added is that. Uh, at any point, you can spend your hero cards to gain hero points. You can't do vice versa. Hero points are generally less useful, but um, you can do so if it please you. Um, and hero points are spent on specific things, which this list is open on the table every session. Uh, in Age of Anarchy, the dexterity themed one, you can spend hero points to re-roll any dexterity-based check, uh, which is initiative, reflex, ranged attacks, finesse attacks... Uh, dex-based skills. You must take the second one, even if it's worse, unless you want to spend more hero points for more rerolls. You can spend it to gain a plus one dodge bonus to your AC for an entire scene. Uh, You can do that up to three times in any given scene, if you want to pump your AC ridiculously. Uh, You can spend it for a ten-foot movement bonus for the duration of a scene. Uh, And um, you may spend it at any point to discard your hand of hero cards and draw new ones. So that is what that does for you. Okay. And Zolara reads off these cards one by one, slowly, carefully, thinking through everything. And then she sits back. She looks vaguely fatigued as if she's been concentrating intently on them. The spirits of the city have spoken. They have shown me what they will of your past, the present, and the future yet to come. You will doubtlessly find them unclear. Such things always are. The future is not yet written, and even the past can change depending on how we perceive it and from whom. This is the most I can do for you. I hope it will aid you. Thank you. We will do our best. Whenever you choose to, in your own time, make your preparations and head for Wayfarer's Point. Gadrin will be there for some time, but I think not forever. There is something unclear in what I see of his location. Alright. And now you may make your convoluted plans as you desire. So I think um, we probably want to stay here to talk. Yeah, I was thinking we need a tavern. I need some alcohol on me after that. (laughs) Well, I can't help you very much with that, but I could offer my place, my house. Are you close? I'm not sure. Am I close? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure. (laughs) 
Did anyone keep track of where they live? I lost that. I live in the south south. I lost that piece of paper. I might be the closest section in, but I'm near the heights. Um, uh, no, I, I didn't write down. Uh, I know That's where, right, I'll I, look it up again. I, I know I live yeah. in the feast camp. So Where's the, um, uh, Sorry, I stole it. Ah, it's got a map on the front, so. Yeah. So, you're about here, Rush. Yeah, yeah, I live yeah. in the south shore. Yeah. Uh, you guys live over here. I yeah, live here, so. Um, yeah. yeah. I'll probably... Yeah, I think Garen lives up here. So. But there are, you know, innumerable Yeah, but Flora's yeah. shop. Is probably nearby. Uh, yeah, that is down here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So Lucy. Yeah. So. After my shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. So you're gonna lead the way, are you? At this stage, it is after sunset, so um, the streets are less busy because many of the businesses are closed. Certainly not all of them, though. There are still buskers out on the street, taverns open people about everywhere. Nonetheless, you head down towards the gold market where out the back of it, this is your is this your actual shop? Yep. Yep. So describe what we are looking at. Um, so it's um, cover it's very bright and there's it's many butterfly um, shaped things as possible. Yeah, so it's like the shop front of it is sort of similar to the door. Curtained. Yeah, I mean, they're both, they r- like they're both for Asian areas. Yeah. So. yeah, and possibly like butterfly crystals and things yeah. hanging in the windows, like one of those, like one of the crystal shops, like Rivendell, if anyone yeah. remembers Rivendell with all the things dangling mm-hmm. and like beaded curtains and stuff. Yeah. And the the butterfly plants, of course, growing around the outside, but the butterflies are probably all asleep or elsewhere for the night because it's yeah. getting on for dark. Mm, you can't see them fluttering around like they are in the daytime. Okay. So, um, as we leave the shop, I will dart back in yeah. and thank thank Zalandria, Zalara, Zalara. Thank thank Zalara again for helping us. Goodbye and good luck. You did. Yeah. <laughs> And you have child. Okay. So Flora bustles around and gets tea and cakes together basically. Oh, and offers them up generously like that which is sore. <laughs> and right. want booze. Well yeah. There we go. I do ha- I have written down Flora's shop gold market in Midland by Highbridge. Yep. So, there's Midland, there's Highbridge, so you're about here. Sweet. Uh-huh. Yeah, you were sitting around like Zalara's, it's a little cramped in here with five people, but it's, it's okay. Hello. Any bright ideas? It's, it's only five of us, and they might have gotten all time in there. I suspect we should go soon. Yeah, that I agree. Well... Except for Florence, I don't know any of you very well. What can you do? Yes, this is true, sorry. Jack is very paranoid due to certain events. Right. If it has anything to it's do with Lamb, I don't blame you. It's not paranoid yeah. when Lamb really is out to get you. <laughs> Jack will dig out a small <laughs> lot of dagger and begin um, playing with it. Hmm? As you know, I'm Garen. 
I'm a blacksmith by trade. I'm very good at hitting things with hammer. A useful skill. <laughs> He's also very good at saving people from fires. Also good. I do what I can. Um, I'm Lucy. I um, I'm an alchemist, as you guys might know me from. Yes, I I go to your store. Yes, I I know, and I I believe you uncle you know Uncle Z. Yeah, he's great. Yes, he yeah. always gives a fair price. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, sorry, I, I've seen you in the shop, but you're always making stuff in the back, and I, I don't really have the money for potions most of the time. Oh, that's okay. Um, as long as Uncle Z trusts you, I trust you too. No. <laughs> hmm? okay, I've been offered more cupcakes and going fine. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're really good, but if you eat one, you're like, that was so good, I want another one. And if you eat two, you're like, I'm never going to eat any more cupcakes no, two, again. Two separated by an hour was quite good. Yeah. yeah. But if I, you know, then proceed, I've just finished my second one. So ah, if yeah. I eat another one, then I'll die. Yeah. <laughs> See, your your floor was not pacing yourself. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> control, control. You must learn control. <laughs> so you're an alchemist. Can you like make that fire that you, they throw at people and stuff? Um, yes. Um, not very well yet. I'm learning. Um, Uncle Z teaches me. Um, things of alchemy also um, a bit of arcane arts as well oh did you go to the academy no um, I'm afraid my <laughs> I don't have such um, well I haven't had resources to get there I would have remembered somebody to look like you bloody Floor is kind of Sooner I get me strength. <laughs> I ignore that. <laughs> I'm only a goddess. <laughs> I don't have enough strength for this shit. Jack will stare. <laughs> he's he's Shaylin's problem. <laughs> I can imagine you giving the, the look of Are you real? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Right, so, so, so you can do, so can you can do some magic? I can do some magic, yes. Nice. So we're all looking at yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's kind of wondering what it is. Go on, Alphel. Oh, so you're wanting, you're wanting me to talk about myself. I, I, I could have just appreciated the beauty. Briefly? It's briefly a thing? Can we have briefly? Um, my name's Silver Rose. Um, I'm a bard. Okay. I'm a bard and appreciation of uh, appreciator of the finer things in life. A look of pain spreads across <laughs> Garrett's face as he realizes half elf bard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'd you'd have to hope his parents didn't name him Silver Rose, <laughs> but they might all looking at his hair. Um, I'm guessing yeah. the other half was a was a gnome. <laughs> um, I've gotten particularly good with the spear just in the recent times and I might be able to shift a few people around with my words one way or another <laughs> <laughs> whether it be kind ones or not so kind ones <laughs> I'm fine 
I have some tracking skill in a city, and I'm a cleric of Desmond. She's really good. What does your goddess do? She's the one with the rainbows, right? The one with butterflies. The butterflies, that's right. So, so um, the you, butterflies you, looking at you. Suddenly appear in the Do the butterflies follow you everywhere? Sometimes. That's cool. <laughs> he just drops it after that. Dumped into dump charisma. <laughs> no, he got high charisma. Yeah, he, he didn't even dump into apparently. No, he did dump just wisdom. Fine. Just wisdom. Just wisdom. Yeah. He's actually slightly more wise than Garen is. Pretty but dim part. <laughs> Yeah, like like Solara said, the party depends on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Without you, they're all doomed. Yeah. That's what the cards show. Me. All doomed. Yeah. I see them opening a door covered in skulls marked "Do not open." <laughs> There's so, no one there to tell them this is a bad idea. So she's our Lisa Simpson. Yeah. 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 So um, <clears throat> I'm a street magician, and um, for Flips the uh, sorry, Jack flips the dagger, sheathes it instantly, and produces a um, array of paper flowers <laughs> from nowhere. But I can do a little bit of um, real magic as well, and the um, paper flowers glow slightly and begin to um, dance in the air. <laughs> oh, that's really cute. I'm um, studying up. Well, I clean at the academy nights, and I've picked up a little bit of magic. Um, and I know some <clears throat> stuff. Um, I've um, I've been in the streets a long time, like Philara said. I know, I know some stuff. And I think, and I think um, Lucy is right. I think we should go soon. Yes. Because I can I can scout around a bit once we're there, but we probably don't want to get too close. That if what Garen said is true. Did I get it right? Yes. What Garen said is true. The um, there's only going to be six, and there's only going to be six warehouses there. It might mean that Land can't have too many people hidden in them, but it does mean that he's going to notice that we're there. There's not like it's not going to be very many places that we could be. Okay. So, question: How many of us are actually capable of sneaking? Don't look at me. Because this could, we could do this with stealth. I've seen, I, I've seen yeah. people do this kind of thing with stealth. I can sneak. People don't. I can hide. I can hide and sneak with nobody well too. Really? With yeah. that face? I can't sneak, especially not in my armor. Okay. There aren't many people less sneaky than Florence. <laughs> it is a problem for us. <laughs> you also have no ranks in stealth of any kind. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's so one of those things you can so pull a lot like of ranks into be, it to alleviate. We're going to be going in front on. I'm not suggesting we charge in there. I'm just saying we no, probably need to go off and have a look around. We um, also need to. We also need to find out where the lambs are. We need to get them out first. Yeah, there's that too, isn't there? 
but as in the little lambs. Little lambs. Oh, oh right. Yeah. My, my suggestion would be to to sleep on it so that for those of us who are spellcasters, which I believe is everyone in some capacity or another. I'm fine, but if you wish to, to stay the night, then that's um, stay the night before we travel, then that's fine. Oh, it's, it's, getting, it's too dark to travel right now. We can get our stuff together How and meet us in the morning. How long does it take for us to get there? Yeah, that's that's a prominent question. So here's Corvosa. Wayfarer's Point is basically the Jagari River curves around here. Wayfarer's Point is up around here-ish. So you're not exactly talking an epic wilderness journey here, but. Um, Depending on how you go, it would take you about four days to walk there, about half of that on horseback, um, or the alternative is to take a boat and row out there. Or you could take a fancier, faster boat, but you probably can't afford it. Yeah, how much would it take to uh, hire a wagon for a few days? Uh, not excessively large amounts. Um, you're talking... Um, yeah, like if if you want to buy one, it's only because um, a wagon is 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 a relatively cheap and basic device. Um, I believe. Just let me double check this. Does it come with horses? No, <laughs> that's sort of the problem. Um, a good carriage would cost you a hundred gold. A wagon would only cost you thirty-five to buy flat out. Renting would be substantially cheaper. But you need horses to pull it. Doesn't go anywhere without them. Yeah. So I would. And you could you could also rent horses. You'll basically be familiar with the way this works. Is you can buy stuff flat out for stuff like horses and rowboats and that sort of thing. You can rent them, which involves paying a rental fee, then leaving large amounts of money with the people in case you never come back with their stuff. So you need to have a decent amount of operating capital to start with, but you don't need to be prepared to spend 500 gold on horses just to achieve this. I, a robot sounds like a good idea. I don't know very much about boats. My other character was going to, so sorry about that. Yeah, and it would probably take you the, the vast majority of the day to roll out there and then the same bag again. Yeah, so like I say, you're not exactly talking, talking epic wilderness survival here, but it is outside of the city by a day or so. If we did row out there, we could stop a, way, a little bit before Wayfarer's Point and camp out for the night, hmm. or um, go and get close to, or stop up, up and then sneak up once it was properly dark and harder for people to see us. Well... I'm all for going out there tomorrow morning when there's more light. Yeah. How much do you remember of the area? Around the 22, so yeah, pretty much what what you've said. Yeah. Like you've you've prob- you've probably never actually been out there. You just know stuff about it. Mm. But again, you're not exactly talking about anything super advanced here. It's going to be a village that consists of maybe five streets. And six buildings still standing, but there's there's a numerous coastline and that around it. But it doesn't have fortification. It's no, just no, all no, open. No, nothing of the sort. It was designed originally to be a market village, so it was designed to be accessible by anyone with a boat or or a carriage to get in there. Yeah. So if we wrapped up in a carriage, 
it wouldn't be suspicious to anybody. Well, no, the, 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 no, the village, the village is, is totally deserted. The village doesn't is is deserted at this point. Totally deserted. But it's okay. uh, it wouldn't necessarily be deeply suspicious, but if Gavin's got guards standing out on the road, yeah. they're obviously going to go, hmm, what are you doing? <coughs> like, they're, they're much more likely to say, oh, village is closed, go away, than chop you into pieces for walking up to it, because that's yeah. not exactly low-profile stuff. Right. I think we might have to scout the place out. Yeah. The sooner we get there, the sooner we can start scouting. Yeah. Okay. So... Try and find a boat. Sounds like a plan. So, get Um, some sleep and pack up tonight, and meet in the dock. Meet around the docks in the morning. I presume we have boats down there. Yeah. Um, Was there an inn close by? To here. No, no, an inn. To where? To where? There are about there are at least sixty in the city. Okay, like really close to here. Uh, yeah, this is, this is Market Square. You can yeah. find one close road. Okay. I'll, I'll take an arm. Do you want to join me? Uh, I have a house to live in. Is yeah. it close to here? Yeah, yeah, it's close. By the open standards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is, what we generally do is hop wagons around the city, the equivalent of sort mm-hmm. of buses. Okay. You know, it, j- yeah. it just doesn't take all that long to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, crossing the city from furthest point to furthest point north to south by wagon would take you a couple of hours. Oh, okay. So I could technically go home and sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's probably the option that my character will end up taking then. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Un- we're all basically going yeah. home. Unless, oh, I thought un- that was the unless idea. you urgently want to get up at like four o'clock in the morning <laughs> and go as fast as humanly possible, which there doesn't seem to be a lot of incentive to. Okay. So we arrange a meeting point in the vicinity of the... Because the Corvosa has docks, right? Yep. So arrange a meeting point down by the docks to um, try and hire a ship? Yep. yep. Okay. okay. So you go down to the docks, and you go looking around for a rowboat, and you can find one for rent with I'll ease. I'll leave a note from Nakoda before yeah. I go, so he knows what I'm doing. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I, one assumes you're not going to inform Uncle Z that you're departing the city to go murder Gandra and Lamb. <laughs> no. But you might let him know that you're going to be away for I'm a couple of days. I'm going to be away. Yeah. 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 Come, come I'll slip a note under his pillow. Right. Well, speaking? don't lose track of your studies. <laughs> I won't. Please don't. <laughs> don't. Don't go out on a boat or anything. It's going to be fire. Yeah, that's dangerous. Okay. I'd be so, safe on Cruzy. I'd be fine. Garen, with his moderate income, uh, does not have to track expenses of 10 gold or under, like oh, renting wow. a rowboat. Uh, basically, <laughs> you will have to... You, you, you essentially... Um, you could basically buy the rowboat for 50 gold, but what the guy will effectively take off you is he'll rent it to you for about 5 and then take 50 off you and put it in escrow. So if you don't come back with his rowboat, he'll keep that. Basically, do you have 50 gold in yes. your hands? Okay. So you don't need to necessarily track that on your character sheet, but if you lose the rowboat or break it or something like that, then you're getting charged 50 gold, effectively. Fair enough. Because um, otherwise, if I get you to mark it off now, I'll probably forget <laughs> to give it back to you later. Yeah. Um, the, um, I'll contribute 25 of the um, bond. I don't think you can quite afford it. You're not prepared to let me contribute? Uh, no, no, it's it's just no. It, it's you're, you're a kid. Yeah. He's, he's a, a paladin. He's a man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it's, it's not a it's not a man. It's a paladin thing. You yeah, can't get the street rat paper. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. If you're only a kid contribute, you have some money. But yeah, effectively because of because of the uh, op- 
opulence of your lifestyle, you don't have to track this expense. You pull out five gold within, you can afford this with ease. You know, the 50 will make a moderate dent in your finances if you don't get it back, but you're running on the assumption you will. Yeah, just don't burn the robo down. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put 25 towards it so that it's not so much of a dent. I gave it a, a strange look, giving money from a half cup, but yep. We're all pals around I'm here, right? Switching, I'm of just going to switch out a spell. Yeah. And I'm just working out what spell to switch. Oh, I don't do that. That's <laughs> good. Yeah, it's all Fortuitously, you will find that there are some people here that are real strong. Yep. So yep. Sailing, a, sailing a rowboat for you is not very difficult. You have multiple PCs with 14 strength. Mm-hmm. So you just manly or womanly, in Flora's case, <laughs> yep. row, row, row your boat. Yeah, Lucy and Jack, I suspect, don't contribute heavily to this task. You're 10 strength, aren't you? Yeah. So you're perfectly capable of it. You're yeah, just not. Ju- so, like, these three... So Garen, Garen, Silver, and um, Flora can all pull the boat through the water with a lot of speed, and you're not exactly <laughs> talking a complicated task here. It's repetitive and shoulder grinding, yeah. but you can do it with ease. Yeah. Garen, in particular, could probably go all day. When you swap out and Jackson takes a turn, you can row it fine. You're just slower than the others. Yeah. And Lucy sort of steps up to have a go, and it's her turn again. Uh, uh, no. You know, it's the it's the <coughs> uh, the boat goes shit slightly. Uh, <laughs> You ever, you ever seen someone trying to pedal an exocycle when it's on the hardest setting? <laughs> yeah. It's the push, 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 grunt spin. Grunt spin. The boat goes, flunk, flunk. Uh, yeah. Maybe Silver should take over again, Lucy. Okay. <laughs> I'm I can see Gar- Garen's just on one side of the boat, just doing it all day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, what is the it? My strength is 14, but... It's the same as mine. Yeah, he's yeah, got endurance as well. Yeah, endurance oh, so you, you row the boat at the same speed, but he can go for long. Oh, yeah, you got He's got, oh, he's got more stamina. Yeah, so... Well, like 11. I think <laughs> you probably do quite big chunks. Flora spells you for moderate chunks, and I spell you for wee chunks. <laughs> yeah. And between the five of you, you row for about nine hours. When I'm not rowing, I'd like to have a chat with Lucy. By all means. You can't escape. <laughs> the river is full of piranha. You call it a boat with her. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's a rowboat. Again, it's it's maybe double the size of this table. So there's enough room for everyone to sit around in. Yeah. It's not exactly yeah. a private corner. Yeah, so but, uh, everyone's going to be able to hear you. Yeah, well, Although you, that's, you that's could that's easily totally have fine. a whispered conversation with her if you want to. Yeah. I'll ask you not to whisper. We don't have to role play it out necessarily, but he wants to he wants to know what happened when he like after he he tried to save you and apparently failed. (laughs) He he just wants to know what's going on, whether she hates him still or not. She just wants a a, he just wants to know. I okay. I don't hate you. Oh. That's that's a shock. (laughs) (laughs) That's just you are. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> there are people who think that they're helping others, but 
by jumping into these situations. But, and they might have, they might think that they've done a great deed or uh, done someone a favor, but it might may turn out that it, it wasn't. So it wasn't in my case. It was went back to normal. And it was preferential to to be choked against a wall. It was the way things were. But they it, didn't need to be like that. Yes. I, oh, well, it didn't need to be like that. And I fixed it by myself. I didn't need any help. I, I could have taken them down right then if you if you asked. But you didn't. And look, I... I didn't I know... Well, well, let's say I appreciate what you've done. But if you were expecting a thank you or... I'm sorry, I cannot give you that because my reality did not change and you did, did not give me any favor in the end. Is there a and it was my problem that I had to solve myself. And you did? Yep. That was very brave of you. Well, yeah. So... <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> Look, I have nothing against you. I that's I I don't mind that. That's that's fine. I I'm I'm hated by far far more beautiful no, not far more beautiful, far more <laughs> far more terrifying. I didn't say I hate you. Far more important. <laughs> far more important people. <laughs> That was meant to be a moment. That moment, that moment when I threw that rose at Tom and declared war against Tom. That was a moment where I changed. You didn't see it. Well, good for you. Maybe you are changing your own destiny. But that was, it was meant to have been more than that. Just like I had changed my own. It was meant to have been more than that, though. And the world is knocked over and starts to float away. Into the <laughs> He's got another one, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got plenty of them. Jack is totally earwigging on this. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, Jack's like tying and untying a rope. <laughs> He's getting back in the boat listening like this. Shailen taught, taught me that you need to protect all things that can create beauty, can bring love, or could become beautiful or bring love. I couldn't bear to see that look on your face, the pain, the suffering. I wanted to change that for you, and I couldn't. It wasn't me that did it. As strong as I had, I, I, as strong as I could have been in that situation, it wasn't enough. I look. Obviously, your heart was in the right place. I give you that. No, I need to do it proper. I will do it proper next time. Next time, 
I will save you, and this time, this time you'll need it. <laughs> All right. At that point, <laughs> now, Jack will up. Uh, Jack will up. Uh, people don't want other people to save them. People want to save themselves. But what good am I? <laughs> what good am I if I if I can't do anything to help? Well, I only just met you. You're probably good for all sorts of things. But you can't always be there every time somebody needs something. People have to take care of themselves. I have to make up for that. It doesn't sound like it was you who was beating her up. It wasn't your fault. It doesn't sound like it was your fault to begin with. As I assume I'm the one rowing, I can't really go over and yeah. interject. <laughs> Well, we are all in the boat. You can just yeah, yeah. You can say like, yeah. it's a small boat. Jack's yeah, the bag stuffing cloth and do it. I was on it. If we're facing each other, I'm slightly rolling my eyes at all this drama around the door. Oh, yeah. Grace. I can I can totally see the two of them sitting up at the bow of the boat, like, yeah. doing the Titanic thing. While Flora's got it back to them, going, <laughs> "Yep, God, Grace." What is it with half elves? <laughs> so you didn't follow through. Just make sure you do better the next time. That's all you need to do. You're young. You're a half elf. Now that everyone else has said something. <laughs> well, if they wanted a private conversation, they would have had it in an open book. They're all born horses. <laughs> No, I'm going to pay someone to take over so I can... Yeah, yeah, I'll take over. I'll take over. So that I can go look at, at them. I'll, I'll go. Some people need help to escape bad situations. I did. Jack did. The lady we met yesterday and her son that Gadwin murdered helped us. Some people don't. Some people, like Lucy here, find the inner strength and the power to make their situation better. Not everyone has to be saved, and not everyone has to be saved by you. But what you can do is be there for those of us who need you and need your strength and your talent. For all you know, you might need to save me when we go into this battle. I am but a girl. And by that I mean my age. <laughs> <laughs> Not my gender. Yeah. <laughs> oh, your gender. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely, you're definitely more than just a girl with the fat of those arms. Um... Garrett is commentating jumping <laughs> overboard. I'm going to go back and take over rowing. Versus, you're not, you're, you're not rowing in your heavy breastplate. <laughs> it doesn't... It's just not... It's not how I wanted it. Conversation patch right away. Splash! <laughs> splash! <laughs> splash! He grinds the oars as hard as possible. Look, life never turns out how you want it. That's the rule. Life is never how you want it. This one is a make-up for what a shit person I used to be. And you will. But one action 
is just one action and you can't change a person especially one as evil as I gather this man was I know probably Silver's gonna like take the oars off somebody and start sulking. He wasn't getting yeah, at any I, of I those imagine things. It's, it's probably actually easier having two people row at a time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he, he wasn't getting at any of the things that you guys were talking about. He no, was trying no. to redeem himself. Yeah, yeah. But, but, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah but it's actually really nicely in keeping with the themes of the campaign as, as you'll discover that basically there aren't any simple solutions yeah. when you get into sort of the urban Yeah, he, the he just wanted a okay I'm redeemed now because yeah. I saved yeah, her. Yeah, I punched it. the bad guy in the face and suddenly <laughs> I fixed her abusive marriage. Well, actually, you know, he goes home and he's intimidated and afraid, but a week later he's over and he just beats the crap out of you again. <laughs> you know, because yeah. you actually can't solve the problem just like that. Yeah. yeah. But he believed that he could. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, so one Jack will whisper a wave cop. Nice one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And about eight or so hours later, um, Wayfarer's point is effectively just around the next cove, so sure. you can row into it if you so choose. You can no. turn off and row onto basically a random stretch of coastline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, a rowboat is heavy, but again, there are many very strong people in this party. You pick it up, you walk, you walk it up as far on shore as you want to go. Yeah, and, and um, Jack will endeavour to hide the boat with um, Flora's help. Yeah. Yeah, oh no, wait, who has survival here? Um, no one. Oh, no crap. One. Okay, Jack will hide the boat in I have minus one. We're all city kids. <laughs> I'm, 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 yeah, yeah, so that's right. But and it's, for it is Jack a deserted stretch of coastline. We'll hide the boat, yep. Like, you would probably expect any competent, um, any competent countryman would be able to track this down, but at the moment there's no one here. Yeah. Alright, so. What's my. The light Sweet. So, is it a clear night? Does it look like it's going to be a clear night? It does look like it's a clear night. It is spring at present. Cool. Alright. So, once it gets properly dark, um, we I can um, go and um, take a bit of a look around and see what's what. And um, maybe Lucy can come too if she can, if she can be quiet. Well, um, depends on how... Um, how dark it is at night. <laughs> so, because I don't have the dark vision. It's, uh, it's moonlight, basically. Moonlight is okay. Yeah. Alright, and we can all we can all creep up a bit and then just because we're still away, we're still a good ways down. Yeah. We can all hit up a bit and then yeah. those of you who wear things that make loud tanky noises can stay behind. Basically, having having headed out here with the anticipation that you might or might not be staying the night because you're doubtlessly. Even if you solve this immediately, you're not going to turn around for <coughs> another eight hours back again instantly. Now, you might or might not have bought tents and bedrolls and things. Yeah. Everyone at Common Living can afford a bedroll with ease. Yeah. Garen can afford a tent with ease. <laughs> mm. Yep, so I, I will have a bedroll with yeah. a tent. Yeah. yeah, we're trying to be stealthy, so we've all got yeah. bedrolls. Yeah. Okay, so your um, intent is basically... Did you get a tent? Why? What do you need a tent for? <laughs> no. Yeah. You need to afford your own tent. How much is a tent? Get your own damn tent. A tent is ten gold. 
Ten gold. I can afford that. I brought a tent with me. Didn't you? Don't didn't you not spend any of your starting money except for yep. on weapons? Did you have like five hundred gold left or something? Yeah. Yeah, I had like shit tons of money. I, I make you with like fifteen hundred gold left. Yeah, um, twelve hundred something gold. Yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, yes, so you, you can, can totally go out and buy a tent if you so choose. Yeah, you I'll may mark ten gold off your inventory. Yeah, you purchase a tent. You may add a tent to your equipment list. Yeah, wow. tent. Let's now gold. Like it's yeah. not like you desperately need to worry about whether you can carry it or not, given you're going to stay yeah. on a robot. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. The um. The first night Jack was in an entertainer's mm. outfit, um, which was um, lots of colourful ribbons at the shoulders and yeah. very dramatic. Sorry, I hadn't looking. thought about the fact yeah. that I'd need a tent, so this is me just kind of going shit. Sorry. Uh, you just interrupted me as well. Um, so, um, the ne- um, but the next morning when we um, ter- went turning up at the dock, she was wearing a very dark and subdued outfit and blues and gr- dark blues and greys, which is um, what she is still wearing. It's been. Jack explicitly has on her character sheet the two outfits. Yep. <laughs> this is her sticking outfit. Yep. Okay. So, what's the intent here? How far outside of the village have you pulled up? So, we we're, we're, I think, one cove down. So, yep. we're probably about an hour's walk from the village. Yep, sounds good. Yeah. So, you so bury the rowboat, you stick it out behind some rocks, yeah. cover and it up with some stuff. The conception is waiting for it to get dark. Yep. And then moving up to the, vi- to the vicinity of the village. Yep. At which point the quiet people will scout and the noisy people yeah. will stay. And so given, it's, given it's been about... Just like Lost and Forgotten, but you'll have people to hang out Given it's been about eight <laughs> hours of rowing, you take a slow walk towards the village. The yeah. sun dips on the horizon. Um, and just as it dips over, you are just sort of arriving at the outskirts. Um, can people give me a difficulty 10 perception check? Oh, 17! Yes. Nope. <laughs> I see it! <laughs> Whatever it is, I see it. It's wisdom, isn't it? Oh. Yep. 21. 23. Yeah, yeah. These guys are showing me up, yeah. but I got a 17, I'm happy. <laughs> so anyone who hits the 10 yep. sees that there are pretty obviously like no guards on the road or watch posts or anything like that. There is a slightly disused, disused road heading in and nobody on it. Um, and there is a boat that looks like it is heading out from this Wayfarer's Point. It looks like at this point it's about an hour out to sea or so. It's effectively just like a sort of sail vaguely towards the horizon. So your guess is because there shouldn't be boat traffic around here, someone's come in and is now sailing out again. They've just trafficked in something. Yeah. And yet there's no uh, obvious security around. Yep. Nor are there obviously hundreds of people thronging the streets or anything of the sort. Okay, so the rest of the party parks their asses outside of town. Yep. yep. Lucy and Flora go sneaking. I yep. can sneak if you want. No, Lucy and, J- Lucy and Jack. Lucy and Jack, sorry. Yeah, yeah I can come along with if you want. I've got plus one. Okay, so. so let's compare stealth modifiers. I have a plus nine. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got um, plus five, but I'm on train, so I... And you don't take one penalty. Oh, okay, so that's just plus five. Okay, yeah. so my, my, my sucky one is, is you, not good you, enough you to be not, in the stealthy part. You are not sneaky. Um, you are not actively hampered like the heavy armor wearers, but you are not particularly sneaky either. I'll, I'll make my tent and sulk. <laughs> Stealth is a bad class skill. Yeah, but you need to put ranks in it if you that want does to be seem to part be your, of the sneaky um, party. Huh? That does seem to be your default setting. Yeah, so well, you, you, you have sulked three times and we've only had one hour of game. When you get up enough farm levels, you can have inspire confidence. Sneak, sneak, sneak up 
pulled them out. Yeah, no, it specifically says it can't do that. However, she can use it to yeah. soak better. I'm also pretty sure Swift's trading in his work for the thunder calling abilities. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. so, so I'm not going to be a quiet character. You two <laughs> sneak up. Uh, yeah. can you it doesn't seem to go with your modus reverend. <laughs> can you both give me first a search check and then a stealth check yeah. to see what you make of the village and what sees you and eats you? Search, I've got 17. Yep. Wow, that's better than mine. 14. Okay, so 17 and stealth from both of you. 22. 19. Oh, shamed by Lucy. So the two, of you, the two of you move very quietly through the little village, slipping through the shadows in the moonlight. There are a lot of streets in here and a lot of uh, not quite ruined buildings. They have been deliberately stripped rather than burned down, but they're pretty much thin shells where you essentially got to some support posts up and things. There are places to hide about as you sneak through the city and look and listen about. Um... And a couple of things. Uh, for one thing, no one reacts to your presence here. You are not making any loud noises, you are not flashing lights around until you move mm-hmm. quietly and quickly around the place and have a look. Uh, first off, uh, just as Garen predicted, there are six warehouses here. Um, five of them are obviously empty. When you go near them, listen at the doors, that sort of thing, take a check and take a check around them. There's no signs of foot traffic, nothing like that. Um, no no noises coming out of them. Your guess is they're empty, abandoned buildings. Um, in the one closest to the edge of town, closest to the road and in the shoreline, there are lights going on there. there are, these people are clearly not deeply concerned about being unseen all the way out here, because as it gets dark, a couple of thin, reedy, flickering lights go on. Not a lot. You're talking there might be three lanterns or candles or three or four of them somewhere around the place. Um, and as you sneak close and listen to the thing it sounds like there are voices inside and as you listen out um, you can hear a couple of adult voices uh, what was the perception? Uh, you didn't call for a you, oh, search, search, sorry. No, 17 so Lucy got 17 yeah because it's searching the entire area yeah <laughs> okay. so you hear a couple of adult voices and a lot of children's voices. The children's voices are very quiet and subdued. You're, all you're sort of picking up is fur instead of strict conversation. But your guess would be, uh, and Jack would certainly be able to tell you this, they're, they're almost certain to be lambs. They are quiet. You know, they're answering direct questions. They're not doing a lot of chatter and dancing around after dark. Yeah. Once it's after... Once it's after dark, it's probably rest time, then sleep time. Your guess would be around this point they're eating their meal. Yeah. Which accounts for the noises you are hearing. So I will relay this to... Um, yeah. Lu- Lucy tells me what she's hearing. I tell her <coughs> what it is that yeah. she's hearing. And the building you're looking at, um, for starters, it stinks of old fish very prominently. Yeah. Uh, the other ones stink dimly of old fish. This stinks actively of old fish. Um, and there are a couple of crude wooden jetties going around it out into a little pier around the edge. Uh, other than that, it appears to be a sort of um, basic, two, basic two-story fishery. Do we recognise the sound of any of the adult voices? Uh, that you'd have to give me perception for. Do they hear any giggling? Do you hear them well enough? 
16. <laughs> very stylish. I am actually opposing this with the stealth, less because they're actively sneaking yeah. or... I, I shouldn't I, actually, it should I just be less six, sneaking. So. Okay, so Lucy, you hear more from yeah. um, uh, Jack, 16? Yep. Uh, that is just enough to hear. One of the voices is quite quiet and subdued. You're pretty sure it isn't Gadron. He he's not loud, but he's very obvious. Yeah. Uh, and the other one you hear is. <laughs> <laughs> it's that giggles. Yeah, it's totally giggles. So um, I spent qu- I spent two years as a lamb. Uh, and your guess would your guess would be at least a dozen children in here. What does Giggles actually do for Lamb? He beats people up. Thug. He sets things on fire and he beats people up. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't... Crazy, crazy thug. I can't hear Gadron in there. You cannot hear Gadron in there. He is either not talking, not actively out in the room with the children, or not here at all. And I hear two adults? Two adults, as far as you can tell. Right. Which aren't Gadron. Giggles and someone else. Alright, so I think at this point we've found out what we can, so I will point back towards the others. Yeah. So we... we oh, de- oh, and how many exits? Uh, so it's got there? jetties going down the side. If you want to creep around the jetties, you can and see what's out on the seaside. Oh, yeah? Let's uh, do that. Most obviously, there's one big set of double doors leading into the village proper. Okay. So, yep, we'll go take a look at the jetty thing. Yeah, we should just scout it out. So, you go walking around there, and as you walk around, there are a couple of, still quite quiet, but rather alarming creak, creaks from under your feet. Turns out this jetty's actually kind of both slippery and old and ill-maintained. Uh, can both of you give me what would be balance and is now acrobatics? Uh, anyone who is small size, plus five. Oh, sweet. It's about how much weight you're putting on the table. Oh, just as well, because I rolled really crappy. Uh, that's an 11. Oh, jeez, okay. man. So, you, you, you actually time. slip a few times and regain your balance. The wood creaks alarmingly under you, but doesn't break through. 25. And Lucy, with a dancer's grace, floats <laughs> elegantly across. You're rolling better than me on everything. You're starting to really piss me off. Oh, look who's got cross-class ranks in acrobatics. Yeah. What? I've Why? got back ranks in acrobatics and surge and stealth, and you've rolled better than me at all three. I can't do any better than Max Ranks. Get into a stabbing fight. You're better there. Oh, you can't stab things at all? No strength. Uh, yes. No weapon proficiencies. Yeah. No base attack bonus to speak of. Yeah. Yeah. So the wood on these things creaks alarmingly. You'd think if you weren't being quite careful, you might either slip off or go through it. But other than that, that doesn't extraordinarily um, trouble either of you. Yep. You creak around, and there are two other entrances to the sides, one on either end of the jetty. Oh, okay. um, there is also what you would presume to be a loading dock on the bottom floor. So there's like a big set of... So effectively you've got the top floor is the one you're walking on and then down towards the water level there's a bottom layer. Right. And at that point we will stealth back out. Which is not presently accessible but you guess would be quite accessible with a ship. It's basically the pier comes out, turns around there, the ship would go in, tuck between the pier and and the warehouse and unload all load shit and then roll out again. So, 
And we'll sneak, 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 sneak. Yep. back to party, 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 party. party. <laughs> yeah, from inside. Yep. No sign of anyone seeing you. Oh, great. Good sneakies. So there was, what did you say, a dozen children or half a dozen children? A dozen, easily. Yeah. There's a dozen lambs in there and giggles and um, somebody else who isn't Gadron. And so, Gadron, yeah. I couldn't, we couldn't hear Gadron. He might be asleep or he might have been on that boat we saw. Hmm. What's Giggles about? Burning things, as I recall. He, like, he likes burning things and beating people up, but he likes burning things more. Well, that's good, because I'll, I'll enjoy beating him up then. It doesn't look... Even if Lamb is in there, there doesn't sound like there's a lot of people in there. I, I think it might be... A, it's, not as, it's not as scary as I thought this was going to be. Lamb's places used to be a lot better defended back in the day. Yeah, I mean, you'd, you'd heard he was on the slide. This seems I, low. I, I, I'm not certain Lamb is actually there. This doesn't... It, it seems like he would have more people, but there's some little lambs in there. You can save the children and look around after, after that. The kids, will know, the kids will know stuff. Yeah. They might be able to tell us what's going on. Yeah. And taking out giggles would be a good thing, like Sil- Silver said that well. Taking out giggles would be a plus for all concerned. Oh, yes. And I don't know who the other guy is, but we can see when we get in there. Aye. Uh, what happens with the sleeping arrangements? What? Do you mean what sleeping yeah, arrangements? I heard the wrong question as well. Oh, no, with them. Oh, with right. Them. Well, sorry, you're throwing me. Why would you get that idea? I feel well, relentlessly we're, we're hitting on every still woman. Still on the no, 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 I, 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 I thought you meant in terms of us sleeping tonight. I didn't actually yeah, no, think no, that. I think that actually makes perfect children. sense. Silver asks this, everyone stares, <laughs> and he's like, for the children. Oh, The kids will be in bed in an hour or so. Yeah. They're supposed to keep. They have to be. They're supposed to keep up their strength. Yeah, as if it's if it's to form with what you had, and you haven't been in this particular place, but it looks like several sort of places you've been. The kids are on the floor, no bedrolls. The adults are usually at least one on the kids' floor in something semi comfortable, like a bedroll. And it might or might not be a little side room with beds or st- a stuffed room. But or does like adults that. watch over the kids during the night? Well, Half-arsedly. Yeah, well, usually, but not, you know, all night. Yeah, they, they are in the room. They don't keep watch on the lambs, per se. Yeah, and there's only two of them. I reckon give it two, I reckon give it two hours and everyone in that place will be asleep. That's what I was thinking. That's take, the be- them, take them down when they're, when they're vulnerable and asleep. That's the be- that'd be the best time to go in, yeah. So... It's only just it's the evening now because it is right. It's like seven o'clock or something. Uh, so it was just passing sunset when you hit the village. So yeah, it's, pro- it's probably taken you an hour to get around and check everything. So yeah. yeah, around that. Yeah. So let's um, let's give it two or three hours. Yeah. How loyal are Lamb's men to Lamb? That depends on the man. The um, but it, most people, but a lot of people have learned not to cross Lamb. We'll have to see if we can capture them. They might be able to lead us to Lamb. Or at least one of them. Yeah. The kids will know stuff about where Lamb is. We don't necessarily need his goods. Would you know where Lamb was when you were working for him? Anytime I could. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, the smart kids keep track of it. <laughs> Who says I work for them anyway? <laughs> All right, okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just gives you a look. <laughs> I could have been a scholar too. <laughs> okay, so we wait and we go in. Yep. So we hit in about ten o'clock. Yep. Um, as quietly as we can, given the limita- given our limitations. I will. Don't we can. Uh, we can create some sort of distractions. No, but that, that we we're, we're aiming for breaking in while they're all sleeping. Waking this distraction wakes them up. Okay. I will don my armor. Yep. My <clears throat> I can. I You're can, putting on your armor. Yep, that's sensible. I could. I could leave them away with um, some children-sounding voices out on the outside of the building if that'd be helpful. Yeah. But no, that wakes them up. Yeah, they're gonna be sleeping. No, I mean yeah. the adults, not the children. Yeah, but the, yeah. that's the, not the, 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 yeah, but the, the theory is you could leave the adults asleep, or you could wake them to distract them. Well, it depends on if both of the adults are asleep. We, we were, uh, so, um, what we talked about is that we think the adults likely will be asleep. Okay. Because yeah. the, um, there's only two of them, they can't keep watch all night. And Flora has in her pants obscuring mist, which yeah. will create like a foggy cloud, which actually won't look terribly unusual out here next uh, to the Yeah, that's a, that's a really good idea. Or the, the, what it does is blocks you from sight, though, so it may or may not actually do anything, depending on what your master plan is. Yeah, I mean... You're kidding. <sighs> we're planning to sneak in in the dark, so I'm not... I think it might be more useful to cover our own street if we do have if we yeah. do if it turns out there's like six trolls asleep on the floor breathing very quietly. <laughs> That's exactly what's in the room. <laughs> there's no lambs. He's replaced all those little lambs with trolls. Good thing we brought an alchemist. I think the distractions are a good idea. I just don't think this is the scenario for yeah, them. Yeah. yeah, we'll see how yeah. things go. All right. So in terms of light levels, um, dwarf. Yeah, uh, yeah. I have a hooded lantern that I can cast light. Oh, the hooded lantern is probably the way to go, though, because that's really stealthy. I can cast lullaby. He's already asleep. Yeah, but that's 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 actually not pointless. It makes them sleepier. So what? Well, we're there. Um, Lucy and um, Jack. uh, I think you need to be trained in larceny to make larceny checks. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, so Lucy, you look at the doors and you have no idea what to make of them. Jack, you're making a, a quick larceny check. Okay, not ser- not search to find a thing, but larceny. No, larceny. Okay. It, it, it's the basic security. Okay, sweet as. How hard does Ooh. these... Um, ah, there we are. One Lucy can't make. Yeah, <laughs> 23. Uh-huh. Okay. So, you look at these doors, you've given them just the lightest test, you don't actually want to be going in, you just yeah. push on them gently to see if there's the slightest lick of resistance. Uh, they are just basic wooden doors, they're all locked, but you're not exactly talking advanced locks here, this is basic difficulty 10 stuff. Sweet. So, among other things, that would actually probably keep the children in relatively effectively. Yeah. Alright, so um I doubt that will hold you up for long. Yeah. No, the the um pick the lock. And among yeah. other things, you know, going splintering through the door So um <laughs> towards the end of the briefing after the conversation about whether I was a lamb, I would say, and they've locked the doors but they're really easily pickable. And then I'll look at Garrett. You know, for someone who knows how to do that sort of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Obviously not. Talking so, um, about lullaby, yeah. um, 
What's the range on that? The range is medium, so 100 foot plus 10 foot per level. Um, so I can totally do it. Um, living creatures with a 10 foot radius burst. Cool. Depending on, depending on how far apart they are. Yeah, yeah. We'll get one, maybe two. Yeah, that sounds like a really clever idea. So we'd want to do that when we were relatively close to the doors. Yeah. Um, but not necessarily right next to them. And then we could, we could endeavour to direct you based on where we heard people and you could aim it at that vicinity. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a good idea. We want to, we want to put it that. level, like I've chosen, and leave you spend here on the council to cut So you can pick whichever one of those two you want. No, I uh, Alright, so um, so plan is um, we'll endeavour to be as stealth as we can heading up to the warehouse. Once we get moderately close, like say within medium range, yep. um, Silver here will cast a lullaby spell on where we tell him we heard adult type people and um, try and, and uh, try and hit at least one of the guards. Okay, let me have a look see at la, 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 la. I've got it here if you want. That's alright, I've got it here. Okay. Uh, I really want a third one now, but I should not have a third one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to suggest some people, like, people can take some. Yeah. So. We've already put one in the fridge for Zoe. You would still need to be able to see them because you can't cast it through a wall. Oh, right, you can't cast it through a wall? No. Mm. Uh, st- spells standardly work on line of sight, unless right. otherwise stated. Um, what you can do, of course, is just unlock a door and push it open a crack. And then cast yeah. it. Sweet, okay. Yeah, yeah. So Silver will be standing by to cast Lullaby when he sees, which yeah. will be more helpful because then you can potentially target it. Because effectively you get a general stealth, <coughs> you'll get a general stealth check walking up. <coughs> Yeah. But on the other hand, it's opposed by their sleeping perceptions yeah. as you and the dis- and the thickness of the walls and things. As you get closer, it will become easier for them to hear you. Yeah. As well when we get up close to the building, um, Jack will cast Mage Armor. Yep. So uh, anybody here have knowledge engineering? Nope. No, not this character. Yeah. Then you may all roll me knowledge engineering if you so desire. Fifty. Natural one. Actually, I've got knowledge engineering. Yeah, Yeah, Oh, yeah, Oh, sorry, seventeen. Um, so that is seventeen. Yes, and that is counting my minus five penalty, but I have plus two. So, Jack, you've actually worked in buildings like this before. Yeah. Silver, you've looked at the acoustics. Your guess would be that the main double doors lead through to... The side door would lead straight into the main working area, which is Do probably where the labs are. Not at this stage. Okay. Um, so you can basically have your pick because you know where all the ex- entrances and exits are. You can go through the front, which will be the old reception, which might or might not be disused. Uh, the side door will definitely take you into the main area where all the lambs would be asleep, though. That'd be my money. That's probably where the guards are. Yeah, sure. Yep. I'll take your word for it. You're, you're more familiar okay. with the lambs than me. So at this point, I will call for stealth as everyone creeps up. Uh, the only downside to the side one being that it's down the pier again. Ah, right. Hold on. Uh, mm-hmm. Do we want to go down the pier with all these um, heavy people? Heavy people. All right. Let's go through the front door. Okay. Yeah. And uh, front door it is. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So stealth checks for everyone. Yep. Okay. I got eight. Ooh, that's Thirteen. Uh, you are opposing a difficulty of one. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, sure. makes that. I quite uh, keep in mind they're at minus fifteen to their perception scores because they're asleep. 
They are asleep and they are listening through th- through various walls. <coughs> 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 Four. I make it. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So as long as everybody hits a difficulty of one, yep. then there is no resistance to this. Thank you very much. One assumes you can pretty trivially pop the lock, Jack. You're welcome to roll for it if you desire. Um, I've got plus seven to my last me, yeah, and I'm aiming it for a DC ten yeah. lock, and they haven't heard us coming, so, so I can retry. So you go to the front you push it open. Uh, there is a dark room inside, and uh, Lucy, you, Lucy, Flora, you can't see shit in there. Yeah. Okay. Everyone else sees a, a basically disused room with a crude wooden desk sitting on it. Uh, it smells in here like old, old fish. Um, and there is a length of chain that presumably had a sign for the fishery hanging off it at some point, long gone. There's no one in here. Okay, so um, Flora's got a hooded lantern, so she can let, yep. hold it up to let, let in only a little bit of yep. light, just to provide a, 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 some slight help to so Flora and Jan, Flora and Lucy can see some small things. Okay. And there are basically um, I and it will improve the low light chances for those of us who have um, po- the pointy ear variety. <laughs> if you would like a crude sketch of this on the board, I can do so. Sure. So there's the main building. Uh, piers going round, piers going round. You are sort of coming in here into the main <laughs> reception. There's nothing much, <laughs> nothing much in there. Uh, door, door. Left or right? Left. Yeah, which side of the building do we hear the children from last time? Here. So in, in the same in the same area. Yeah, no. Yeah. So peek cautiously round the. Is the left door locked? Is that this one? Ah, uh, yes. Let's say yes. Good. Your left and my left. Are yeah, yeah. Things, that's what I'm asking. Uh, no, it is not. None okay. of the internal doors here seem to be locked. Gently ease it open. Okay. You push it open, and. <laughs> yep. There's the fish. That that ain't new fish. That that ain't new fish at all. Um, there is a horrible mixture in here of fish and sweat, <laughs> enough to make your eyes water. Um, there is a big wooden trough in here. Um, that is a big, big, big wooden trough that is holding what looks like half rancid fish, seaweed, and sort of seawater. Uh, there is a lot of blood all over the floor. Possibly fish, possibly not. Depends what they've been doing in here. Um, and this leads out into a large, wide room. So basically, this leads all the way out into here, which is effectively a big area. The big trough full of fish here. There's a couple of shoots coming down that the fish are presumably posted down. Um, and you are effectively in the main room here. Um, there are a dozen kids asleep in here. Um, and... No one with them. Oh. No adults here. Oh. Is there any... Are there any exits out of this room? Yes. Yes, there certainly are. There are stairs going down. Right. Going down where? Downstairs, presumably. There's, there's, there's a downstair at the back. Okay. Oh, we can either check the other door or just put downstairs. 
to get the kids out. Everybody else looks back at the main thing in the office. And for and Jack, sorry, I'm going to keep doing that for a while. Yep. I think, sorry, um, Jack is going to creep cautiously out. Yeah. Look for a small person. Yeah. And um, depending on age, either try and wake them up very quietly, or just pick them up and carry them out. Okay. Can you, for start, roll me a blind luck check? Uh, that is a seven. Okay. Not particularly good. But also not particularly bad. So. Lucky number seven. Uh, you go over to one of the children. Your guess would be they're maybe twelve. Um, <coughs> they or twelve equivalent. They are a halfling, um, and they are just sort of lying there on the floor, curled up, shivering slightly. There's obviously a lot of cold that comes up through the cracks in the floor. <laughs> Asleep. All right. I will crouch down. And endeavour to shake them awake very lightly. Yeah. You can do so with ease, of course. Yeah. You just gently shake them until they wake up. You see the kid react sharply, rolls over, the eyes open and takes you in. And can you immediately roll me a charisma check? Potentially scary person that wakes up children in the middle of the night. Uh, 25. Yeah, the kid does not freak out. He, he goes, the eyes go wide, and he stays silent. Hey kid, I used to be a man. I'm here with some people to get you out of here. Go someplace better. He stares at you for a long moment. And can you give me your choice of diplomacy or intimidate? You've been here. You know these children are afraid of lamb. This isn't necessarily going to be as simple as just, hey, here's rescue. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. That is a... 12. So, <coughs> his eyes go wide and he whispers back to you slightly. Go away, miss. Let him, let him put you in the hole, he will. You leave me alone, I don't want to go in the hole. I'm sleeping. He curls up and he shuts his eyes and he pretends to go back to sleep. Yeah. He is neither coming with you, but nor is he shouting for help. Yeah. I will look around for another child and try try one try my luck one more time. Okay, try your luck one more time. Give so, me a luck roll. Okay. Uh, that's a three. Okay. You go over to the next kid. <coughs> At this point, there's a thing you can potentially see. Uh, can you give me a perception check at a plus five bonus? That is 13. Check out this dice for a dice that sucks a bit less. <laughs> okay. So you go over to the kid and you shake them awake. Same, same trick again. Yeah. Okay. Their eyes, and, and I'm not going to call for you to re-roll the charisma check you've already yeah. done, you make the same sort of impression. You shake the kid awake. Uh, this one is a, a, again, young little kid. Uh, your guess at age would be on the slightly older side, maybe 13 or so. <laughs> <laughs> eyes, eyes go open. 
but looks very confused for a moment, and then you sort of shh, shh you know, I'm, I'm here to help. And he, he nods quietly. He, yeah? Yeah. What, what's going on? I'm here with some people. We're trying to get the ki- trying to get the kids out to some place better, some place safer. What, what, what people? Where? Just over there by the door. He looks to the door, and there's presumably a bunch of faces going. Yeah. Hi. Mm-hmm. You, you've you've come to get us out. Like I, I'm going to talk to you in a normal voice. <coughs> yeah. He says you've come to get us out. Yeah. Need more action force. You've come to get us out. Yeah. Oh, that's that's amazing. What 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 about the kids downstairs? There's more downstairs. Yeah. You go over here. Look, I'll show you around by the drop. Sex motive check. Natural twenty one. Jack trusts Jack. <laughs> yeah. So, you will see this coming just before it happens, because you have already been slightly suckered by this. This will make sense in context. He leads you round to the trough. You're, you're looking round, um, wondering, you know, look on the lookout for what's happening here. Uh, the area around the trough is quite slippery with blood. You've got to walk carefully. And you sort of look over the edge, but being a careful sort, you don't lean conveniently right over, um, putting yourself in a very obvious position. And as you are just <coughs> looking rather than leaning, the kid wa- watches for a moment, and as you're thinking, hang on, you know, you're, you're looking down to what appears to be basically a large net down there. And you're thinking, why would the kid? Why would the kids be down in the net area? You know, they'd gut the fish from up here and slide them down into the. This smells a bit like. And then you start to turn, and you see the kid is behind you, a malevolent grin on his face, and he shoves you as hard as he can. <laughs> uh, and because you see this coming, he doesn't get to flat foot you automatically. Sweet. Uh, and you will realize as he shoves you. Hang on. That's not a kid. That's a gnome dressed as a kid. (laughs) That was the perception check was opposed to his disguise with your plus five bonus for being a gnome. Yeah. Unfortunately, you did not quite make it. No. So you only realize at the last moment that there is an adult in this room. He's a gnome dressed as one of the kids. Yeah. Gnome versus gnome. He endeavors to shove you. You are not flat-footed against this. Yep. Uh, So... He is basically bull rushing you. Um, Damn it, gnomes. Sneaky gnomes. I love this concept. <laughs> I'm a sneaky gnome. Uh, Do we see this happen? Yes, yeah. but you yeah. don't get a chance to act because. Yeah, yeah we just think, hang on, what does that kid do? Oh. Yeah, the kids, the kids just like pointing out, look, look over there, up in. Yeah, we, yeah. You, you'll get, you guys will get to act as you see this start yeah. to happen. Yeah. I should po- perhaps point out that I have really good stealth. My diplomacy, on the other hand, is not aura inspiring. Okay, and then you get a strength check. Oh, good. Oh. On the other hand, he's a gnome too. Uh, do you have a weapon out during this? I do not. Okay. I mean, I'm trying to convince Sketch yeah, to trust me. It's not tough. So he provokes from you, but you can't do anything about it. Yep. Yeah. Then he basically grabs you by the ankles and endeavors to tip you over in. You're not massively overbalanced like you could be, so he doesn't get any bonus on this. 
It's just straight string thoughts. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I'll take that. That's a 12. Jack is small and light. <laughs> okay. Uh, he flips you over the edge there. Yep. And oh, everybody else gets, everybody else sees this and immediately becomes aware that something is obviously wrong when the orphans are tipping the kids over. Uh, and everyone gets a quick initiative check here. Just to see if anyone. Yeah. Before he does, Seven, which they probably nine. Oh, actually, initiative. Do we need an initiative? No. No, no, no. setting up whether you go ahead of him or not. And then he shouts out, he shouts out, Blue! Giggles! Wake up! There's trouble afoot! Wake up, you buggers! Oh, that was helpful. And well, at this point, know where they're be. at this point, we will be going into initiative, but that will be next week's combat. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Hookshank's Grueler, gnome, evil, evil gnome impersonating, orphan impersonating gnome, yeah. flips, flips Jack down. Uh, you are actually falling into a fishing net here, so this is not going to be a big problem in terms of horrible damage or anything. Yeah. It's merely going to move you into a different position. Yeah. And, um, then um, we will be going into initiative for combat against yes. shanks and Blue and Giggles. So we know there's at least three adults. Yeah. And we have a Blue. Oh, he's the cave troll. Have you not? He doesn't know. He's just being sarcastic. No, actually, you probably get a pretty good idea who Blue is because as he shouts this, you immediately hear. Blue is a dog of some kind. And so we see next well, week if you take <laughs> We see next week if Jack has been suckered and killed and whether Gadron Lamb is here. Dun dun dun.